Hello and welcome to The Stew with JT Brew on the Dynasty Pros Football Channel. Today we are breaking down the NFL schedule and we predict the win-loss records for every team. And we talk about what Vegas has them at, the over-unders, who do we like, who do we not. It all begins now on The Stew. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing, racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of the leaderboard. Quite obviously not a scrub to start an institute. Make evaluations like a commissioner do. It's to the point your wife make you watch in a different room. I bet your roster and pick and choose when you get some news. Not much that we enjoy more than sifting through sifting through new statistics to make it to our end zones through different groups, universities, institutes, down to homies who click in groups. I introduce. You did this too with JT Group. Hello and thanks for joining us here on the Stew with JT Brew. We got my guy John McGlynn on the show today as we break everything down. The Commissioner Valuation Podcast. John lets me host and hang out with him there on on his site. Now he's joining me for the first time on the Stew site. Great to have you, John. This is so weird being on this side of the camera here. You're in the controls. It's super nice. I get to sit back and do nothing and let you do all the work today. This is great. Thanks a lot, man. Absolutely. So NFL released their schedule on Thursday. Everybody was pumped about that. Uh, if you're not on Twitter, you'd miss all the Twitter videos of all the release uh, schedule releases. Some of them were hilarious. Some were really terrible. Uh, but they were pretty funny all in all. But, John, we took a look over the weekend kind of breaking down the schedule i know it's early on the year injuries could happen things could happen over the summer more signings that kind of stuff but we're going to take a stab at kind of what we think everybody's overall record would be just kind of taking a look at the schedule now and then we'll say what uh what they got on FanDuel and DraftKings and kind of give you an idea of what where we would bet uh what side of the the coin we would take we're going to break this thing down by divisions so we're going to start things go uh go by division here we're going to start with the AFC East and the Bills so the AFC East this year is playing the AFC West and the NFC East. So we've got the Bills. They're at plus 115 on DraftKings and plus 130 on FanDuel to win the division. They're the favorite right now. The over-under right now is sitting at 10.5, minus 140 on DraftKings, minus 128 on FanDuel for the over. The under, plus 120 on DraftKings, minus 102 on FanDuel. If you're missing me, say these quickly. Don't worry, I'm going to post this on my Twitter page after this on the J my JT Orange page, but also on the, uh, the JT Brew Stew uh, Twitter page as well. So if you're looking at later and going, hey, what, what did he say that, that over-under was? What was the plus-minus? I'm going to post all that uh, after the show. So you can go ahead and, and kind of check that work and, and go there and look at that. But, John, let me uh, – you know, tough schedule here for the Bills. What do you think about, you know, kind of overall record for them coming after – kind of maybe a disappointing season last year where people thought maybe they had Super Bowl written on all, all over them. Uh, the Bills themselves are a team that I, you know, Josh Allen can only be the hero for so long. They really, I thought they really, really, really needed to get a wide receiver in this draft class or trade for one, bring something in. Bring, having, bringing a tight end like Dalton Kincaid in as the only option, you know, a rookie tight end playing wide receiver in a predominant position on this offense I'm not sure it's enough to really get them over the top. As a matter of fact, I think they're going to regress a little bit. I I have them. Uh, I got the Bills at nine and eight this uh, at nine and eight this year. So I, I don't. I, I think they're Josh Allen can only be Superman for so long before this team finally kind of like falls in falls back a little bit. 
I'm not, they're trying to get, they're trying to run the ball. They're trying to play with defense. That's not going to be the shootout bills that we've seen before in the past. I think they're going to, they're going to try and be cute and try to run the ball and control clock, fall behind in some games and not be able to see Josh Allen in pressure situations. And I'm not saying Josh Allen's not good or can't handle the pressure, but some of the games you see make some pretty bad turnovers when they, when they get behind and it's, it's all, and he tries to put the team on his shoulders. So I'm going nine and eight this year. I, I, I have them a little bit uh, in a regression category. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I really was looking through the schedule hard. I kind of feel like they're going to blow some games that they should win. Uh, looking at the overrunners on Vegas right now, Bills are favored in all but three games. And two of the three games that they're not favored in, it's like a 1.1 1. 1 and a half uh, that they're a dog. So they're going to be favored in Vegas all year this year. I do. I kind of feel like they missed their window the last two years than they are Correct. maybe in a little bit of aggression. I My initial run through the schedule is I had them right at that 11 and 6 mark. Vegas has got them at 10 and a half, which I think is right about on. And it's minus 140 for the over at 10 and a half. So I think Vegas has them thinking they, they win 11 for sure. I got in my 11, six going through the schedule, but that's a, that's a bet I'm nervous about, to be honest with you. I'm nervous at taking that 11. Yeah, I, the just first don't, at, I just don't know. Look at this. I mean, the jets are, a, I mean, they're a really good defensive team. They got really good offensive weapons, a better offensive line. They have a great quarterback. Now they have a, the Raiders are, you know, they're bad. But then you got commanders who are super underrated. We'll talk about them later. The Dolphins are, especially if there's no injuries earlier in the season, the Dolphins are a team that I'm not sure the Bills can stop at all at speed. Jacksonville's an up-and-coming team. The Giants are an underrated team. The Patriots always give them a hard time. The Buccaneers and the Raiders are the first, like, easy two games on the schedule. And then they hit the Lions. The Broncos are, you know, hopefully going to be better this year than the Jets again, which they always split. It seems like the AFC East just has knack for, like, we're going one on one across the board. No, no matter how good somebody is, no matter how bad somebody is, the Dolphins were like one and nothing and beat the Patriots, who were almost undefeated like two, a couple years ago. Like it's amazing how these teams are so the parity in this division is so crazy. But uh, I, I just I don't see them going nuts and just going ham on everybody else they're playing on this on this kind of tough schedule. Yeah, I agree. I think I have basically everybody splitting in this division. I think everyone's going to end up splitting with each other. It's going to be super close. But they got so many hard road games. I mean, they're yes. at the Bengals. They're at the Chiefs. They're at the Eagles. I mean, at the Chargers. So, I mean, they've got all these ways. It's just, you know, Bengals, Eagles. I mean, they're playing every one of the top teams on the road. That's why I see regression. I originally have them at 11 and 6, but I really feel a trip up game in there somewhere, like you said. I, I really could see the nine or 10 wins. I'm probably taking the under if I had to put money on this, but this one's going to be tough. But I agree with you there. Uh, probably some regression a little bit from the Bills. Let's stay in the division. As we talked about, a lot of these teams kind of split up. Again, to win the divisions right now, the Dolphins are plus 280 on DraftKings, plus 290 on FanDuel. They're second right now to win the division. Vegas has got them over under at nine and a half. And right now the over is actually plus 100 on DraftKings and minus 110 on FanDuel. Unders minus 120 and minus 110. So again, they're right on that verge. Vegas is right at that nine win mark. I got them at nine and eight, John. What do you got them at? I got them at 10 and seven. They got top talent on this team. They have like probably the fastest team in the history of like in the NFL, but they got a tough schedule. And at the end of the season last year, you know, the coach wasn't fooling anybody with his plays. I remember they just kind of fell apart. I understand Tua being hurt was kind of a situation, but this team is literally, they're an injury away from like falling apart. Cause if they get to double team Tyreek or, or you know, double, you know, or, or 
stop this offense in any way, shape, or form whatsoever from being the speed thing that it is, I'm not sure that the Dolphins can really progress. And they need to change their play calls a little bit too because they can't go with this five-yard slot, five-yard slot reception, five-yard slot reception, and the wide and everybody in the team runs it for an 85-yard touchdown after nothing but yak coverage plays. It's anybody, like I said, if anybody gets hurt and they can double-team Tyreek or Wilder or anybody, you know, that, that kind of situation, they're in for a bad, bad situation here, I think. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, there are just a couple injuries away from this being, you know, this team being real bad. You know, if somebody goes out. I think they've got upside, uh, but this is a team I'm nervous about because of the injuries. I'm probably at under the nine and a half. Like I said, I have them at nine and eight. I think they're a solid team, but I just think we're going to see a lot of nine and eight, ten and seven teams in the NFL this year because of the way the schedule broke down and how even a lot of these teams are. I just think we're going to see some wins that teams probably didn't think they were going to get. We're going to see some upsets. So, again, going against the AFC, uh, NFC East and the AFC West in this division, they just didn't get a lot of luck on the home away schedule. You know, all the tough teams they got on the road and the easier teams they got at home, it looked like. And you're like, you kind of want to split those up a little bit so you can hopefully get a, a road win. But, man, that's – you know, they start at Chargers, at Patriots. We don't know how good the Patriots are, but, you know, again, that division, they always play each other tough. You know, they've got to go at Eagles. Uh, you know, so again, they're, they're not getting those teams at home that you'd hope they, you'd say, oh, they could probably get a sneak a win in there, sneak a win there. And they got to go late in the year to the Ravens. Um, they're at the chiefs. So again, they got Eagles chiefs, Ravens all on the road. I mean, a, a, a tough commanders team. I think they beat them, but that's not going to be an easy game. So <clears throat> yeah, I probably lean in the under at nine wins. I think, I think they're right in that eight, nine, 10 range. And I think it's going to be real close. Uh, let's go Patriots next on the list. So right now they're at plus 900 on DraftKings plus 750 on FanDuel to win the division. They're sitting at seven and a half wins right now. The money is minus 120 and minus 118 for the over. So Vegas thinks they're going over eight wins or eight wins or more, um, about even money right now on the under, John, this is a team I just have a hard time. I just have a hard time imagining they're going to be awful with Bill Belichick. I just can't see it happen. They're going to be in some games. They're going to get some upsets. But again, the tough schedule, a lot of hard road matchups. I got this team at six and eleven. What are you? What are you thinking? I got them at eight and nine, and I thought I was being kind of uh, stingy with the wins on that one. That's pretty crazy with the with Mike Isecki and Juju. And also Ramondre Stevenson in the passing game because he's going to get tons of dump offs in this offense. I, I, I even with Mac Jones and a good defense, I, and a, this is a ball control, good defensive team. And I feel like they actually improved the, the receiving core for this offense. And it's short yardage, get first downs, get first downs, control the clock with the passing game. And we all know the rushing situation with Bill Belichick, too. If they can control the clock and stay with a good defense, Patriots, I think eight and nine was kind of like, I just kind of felt like bad and give them an eight and nine record. I almost see they're going to go nine and eight if, you know, that kind of deal. But I didn't want to give them that much because the transition with receivers, getting used to each other, uh, you know, a tough, a kind of a tough, a pretty tough schedule, actually. So I, eight and nine is where I think they're at. I'll take the over on the wins. Yeah, that's seven and a half is is, is pretty reasonable. Like I, like I said, I, I, Went through the record. I put down six and eleven just by picking each game, and at the very end, I was looking at that like that's not right. 
that's not right. They got to win more than six games. So, like I said, I'm going to have to reevaluate and look at this as the season goes on. I just think they have a really tough schedule. Um, but like you said, I, I think eight is actually not unreasonable for them. Uh, mm-hmm. That 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 Colts that Colts game in Germany is going to be a complete coin flip of a game. I could see them getting that one. There's a couple games they have at home where I could see Belichick just out coaching the other coach and then winning a game they probably shouldn't. So I definitely, you know, I've got six and 11, but I'm, I can talk myself into eight wins pretty easily. And like you said, nine and eight, I'm like, I'm liking that over seven and a half. I'm liking that over seven and a half. Like you said, I just, it's a tough schedule. It's, it's, it's a, it's not perfect for them. But again, with that kind of coaching, you figure a team's got to get to at least eight wins. The Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, and especially like the Saints. The defense is right there. And then you got the Raiders, who are kind of a pushover. Then the Bills, Dolphins again. The Commanders are always a good defense. Colts, you know, they're, 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 oh, they are what they are. But there's a couple teams in the second half of the season where I could see them, you know, picking up some wins. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's a, Man, it, this is literally a toss-up the first half of the season. So yeah, well, and the thing is, because their defense is going to be good, and they're playing a lot of other teams with good defense, I could see them sneaking out a couple wins in super close games. Absolutely. You know, thir- a thirteen ten game here and there, um, I could absolutely see them getting. So even though on my initial reaction six and eleven, I feel like the over seven and a half is probably the way to go. Now here's a team that everybody can't figure out what they want to do now that Aaron Rodgers officially on the Jets. They're now plus 280. I mean, they absolutely turned the corner on the division when they actually signed Rodgers. They're now plus 280 and plus 250. Their over-under sits at 9.5. Vegas is leaning towards the over as they're minus 130 and minus 134 on DraftKings at FanDuel. The under is plus 110 on both sites. John, what are you thinking on the Jets here? I got them at 10-7. and seven. I, a pretty, pretty tough schedule. Really tough schedule, actually. We're about to find out how good Aaron Rodgers really is. Uh, it's the, the play calling around the wide receivers here is probably going to be the the major concern. If if they can just let Aaron Rodgers kind of do his thing, and, and they brought a couple security blankets in, some you know some guys he's he's good with, but they got a good running game, you know, a great receiver that that he was finally given, you know, that he's able to work with besides Devontae Adams. I, I honestly think that. If if Rodgers can really a ten and seven might be the low on this team, the low for wins on this team because they have a fantastic defense. If Aaron Rodgers can come in and kind of reset the table here with how his he didn't do that well last year as far as passing is concerned. You know, he did okay, but nothing like we expect like the old Aaron Rodgers. I I uh I, I don't I don't I see I see ten wins like the like the minimum here. So uh, how do you feel? I was right with you on that. I I went going through the schedule. I was at nine and eight on them, but there was like at least four or five toss up games. If you look yeah. at Vegas on on the favorite, they are there's only five games on their schedule that they're not favored. So that I mean that's looking pretty good for the over wins. Only five games not favored, and the five games they're not favored, none of them they're more than a two point dog. Hmm. None of them. So I mean this is this is a team that you know. It's screaming over on the wins here at nine and a half. It's screaming that they're going to get 10. Obviously, the minus 130, the juice is, is making a difference on that. And they're saying, yeah, we think this team's winning 10. My initial thought was nine and eight. But then going back and look at that schedule, I was like, there's no way they probably don't snake out at least one more win in there and get to 10 and seven. You know, 
that's the game where you always talk about. We just talked about the Patriots. Are they going to split with the Pats 1-1, or is one of those teams going to be able to get both games? Uh, it, it's it's going to be close in that division. I've got them at, at – nine and eight but like i said i i could easily see the money right now is saying take the over take 10 wins or more and i i definitely i mean they're at cowboys week two i've got that as a loss yeah. but i would not be surprised if they win that game i would not be surprised at all and you got a loss so, to the broncos in week five too and I, I consider that would probably be a win yeah so yeah so it's, it's like you know going down and looking at kind of where they have them you know that was a toss-up game for me uh of whether that's a win or a loss, you know, going there, I can absolutely see them winning that game, but I can see them losing in Denver. You know, that's Mm -hmm. a place that's tough to play for a lot of teams. They don't necessarily play well out there. So like, you know, I, I just, it's, it's right there for me. I, I, you know, I probably, if I reevaluated this in a month or two, I'd probably say at least 10 wins. I agree. Uh, so that, that's going to do it. We're going to move to AFC West now. So the AFC West is playing the NFC East and the AFC North this year. So we're kind of going order here. Uh, we'll start with the Broncos. Broncos right now are plus 550 on both DraftKings and FanDuel to win the division. They're sitting at eight and a half wins right now. It's about even money all around for eight and a half, the over and the under. FanDuel has them slightly favored for the under at minus 132, but everything else is about 110, so it's pretty equal there. John, where are you uh, seeing the Broncos finishing this year? I got them eight and nine. I got new coach, tough schedule, quarterback who he's struggling, you know, but but can figure it out. Javante may not start the season. Uh, you know, they're saying he might not start the season on the pop. He may be able to start the season uh, in time for – rookie our training camp and you know I don't, I don't i don't think that's going to be the case that's all smoke and mirrors i think he's going to start on, on the pop there's no way that's too significant an injury to risk the rest of his career by rushing him back so there's a lot of intangibles with this team i got an eight and nine because i think just you know sean payton's good coach he'll probably straighten out the receiving core a little bit if they don't make too many changes they brought in a good a decent rookie wide receiver i have an eight and nine and i'm i'm that may be one of these teams <clears throat> Like I said before, some of these teams I kind of felt bad about giving them not not enough wins. I think eight might be a little like almost too many wins for this team. I could see them going seven and ten too, to be honest with you. Yeah, my initial reaction, I had them at nine and eight, but like you mentioned when we talked about the Jets, that Jets game was a toss up for me. If I have them losing that Jets game, that's got the Jets winning ten and then them winning eight, right. going eight nine. I'm kind of leaning there. If I for this team. I know everybody expects them to be a much better with Sean Payton. I think they'll be better with Sean Payton. Is Russ going to be a lot better? You'd think, you'd hope so. But again, this tough schedule, just tough, tough schedule. I, I, I'm leaning the under on this. I'm leaning eight wins, yeah. eight and nine. I could definitely see the seven and ten, like you said. I gave them a couple wins just for the fact that they were at home and they were playing a team that they don't play very often in Denver. And I gave them the, I gave them the advantage there. But if they look like at home like they did last year where there was no advantage because they have, they couldn't put up any points, I, I could definitely see this team going over. I'm leaning under on this as well. I'm right with you there. I'm right at that 8-9, nine, 9-8. Nine and eight. Uh, But I I will lean the under on the on the 8.5. I like Sean Payton a lot, but he's not a miracle worker. He's a good coach, but he's not a miracle worker. So it's going to take a year to get all these guys to mesh together is what I, what I think. And this starting off square one with a whole new playbook, whole new offense, whole new, you know, all, all kind of 
changes. You know, Russ, there was so much. It's like Russ had his own office on the second floor of the coaches last year. All kind of stupid shit like that was going on. And if, like, it's going to take a kind of a whole year of these guys airing it out before they figure, before everybody's on the same page. So it might be a little bit of a, a, a tough year kind of getting together or getting this right in the ship, as, as, as people would say. So the next team in this division is uh, defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Division is minus 165 on DraftKings, minus 160 on FanDuel. They're by far the favorite. Uh, I think they're one of only a handful of teams that are actually minus to win the division this year. That tells you uh, kind of what Vegas thinks about them. Over under right now sitting at 11 and a half wins. The money right now is going on the over at minus 140 on DraftKings, minus 128 on FanDuel, under plus 120, plus 104. A really difficult schedule for the Chiefs. Top five uh, schedule as far as difficulty this year. They're favored in every single game. If you look at Vegas right now, they don't have a single game, not even a road game, that they're the dogs. What do you think this, the defending champs can do? At 11.5 is, is a pretty sizable number, but a, a team that's been great in the past. What do you think? I'm taking the under. I want. I have 11-6 and six here. I think Mahomes is fantastic, but there's just a lot of nobodies around besides Kelsey. They don't need to win more games this season to, you know, to, to prove anything, whatever. They just need to make the playoffs. They're one of those teams that could just kind of figure out the offense as the season goes on, you know, figure out the Kadarius Tony and this guy more and all the rest of the situations that the, all the rest of the players on this team, figure out who fits in well, whether CEH gets his role back, all that kind of stuff. They need to figure out the, 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 the chemistry in this offense. But as long as they make the playoffs, they could do anything. It's all you got to be in it to win it. That's all it takes. If they can just win 11 games make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden turn it up like they've done the last couple of years. This is uh, That's all they need to do because they can win a Super Bowl, but you got to be in it to win it. And 11, like I said, I'll take the under 11 wins. I, I, they have a lot to figure out on this team this year. Yeah, this one I really struggled with because looking at the schedule and who they're playing, I was like, oh, I think they can win that game. Oh, they should beat that team. But then I also remember being at the Colts Chiefs last game, last year, early in the season, and the Colts beat them. And they had no business winning right. that game. And they beat them. And I just feel like the Chiefs are going to be really good again. They're going to be really good down the stretch. But I, there just seems like there's going to be one or two games they trip up on that you thought they probably should have won. Uh, I'm, I, I, my original thought was 13-4. and four, But then looking at the record, they've got – They've got some tough teams. They just are looking out. A lot of their tough teams are at home this year. So I think that helps their cause. I mean, they've get I think they've got the Bengals at home. Uh, they've got the Lions at home. Uh, they get the Bills at home. So they're on the kind of the opposite side of that for me is that most of they got the Eagles at home. So they actually have an insanely difficult schedule, but they got most of their home game, uh, most of their big games at home. I'm leaning towards the over i don't know if i like it at minus 140 to tell to be honest with you at right. and a half. um i think they win 12 games um but i'm not confident enough that i'm gonna i'm gonna take the minus 140 on that over because i could this is a team i feel i could easily be 11 and 6 and just be right in the mix yes because i it, it just it feels like if they go 11 6 then they make the playoffs everybody's going to be scared of them it doesn't matter if they're the number one seed or they're the number four seed. The other thing about this this team is that Mahomes just seems to be one of those guys who 
he can make a lot of really back breaking mistakes sometimes, you know, and just kind of shake it off and get right back in the game and never miss a beat. Some of the teams don't have that. When the quarterback gets when the quarterback gets rattled, it's two or three games of kind of trying to fix himself again or figure out what's going on. Mahomes is one of those guys, he could throw two games in a row with game losing interceptions, like oh, just kind of be pissed off at himself, but just come back in the next game and just perform like a champion because he is a champion. So they don't scare me, but I just feel like they just have too much work to do to be on to, to be on like one of those teams that is a you know, finely tuned, well-oiled machine. They're not there yet. They have a lot of stuff to figure out. And I just think, I think the Raiders, I don't think are going to be good. I think the Broncos will be somewhat better. Now, does that mean they can win one game and split with the Chiefs or not? I don't know. I think the Chargers probably split with them. If if their non-conference schedule wasn't as hard as it is, um, I could see them easily getting that 12-13 wins. Sure. But but I yeah I, it, that 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 one's gonna be toughy for me. It is it's so hard when you're the defending Super Bowl champs to keep that level up year after year after year after year. It's just so hard. Yeah. Well, good having a good coach and the best quarterback and you know in football right now is you know it's a good combination as long as your defense can just not get killed. It, it, Mahomes can make things happen to keep his team in games every week. So uh, next team here in the AFC West, the Los. Las Vegas is right. Their odds to win the division are plus 1,100. Not a lot of faith in them on uh, DraftKings, plus 1,200 at FanDuel. Their over is seven and a half, and it's one of the lines that is probably the highest with the worst odds the other way. It's plus 130 if you want to go over seven and a half right now. All the money's on the under. It's minus 150 DraftKings. Uh, for the under and actually Vegas, as far as FanDuel is concerned, because the money was going so far the other way, they actually dropped it to six and a half wins. And they're at minus 144 at over six and a half and plus 118 at under six and a half. So right now you get a little bonus. If you think the Raiders are going to be really bad, you want to jump on that FanDuel at plus 118 and take the under six and a half. Uh, as opposed to taking the 150 juice at minus seven and a half, I I hate to say this because I you know I think I like the Raiders just as, as like being in Vegas. I think that stadium's awesome. I, I want to go to a game there this year if I can. But man, I just don't see this team winning a lot of games. I don't think Jimmy G is necessarily that much of a problem. I just don't like this coaching staff. I don't like this defense. I I really struggled, John. I mean, I struggled to find wins. I was like, they got to win some games. My initial run through item two and 15, two and 15. That doesn't seem possible, but man, I just don't think this team's any good. I mean, I'm all over the under six and a half in this. I can't go through the schedule and talk myself into seven wins for them. I can't do it. Not a snowball's chance in hell. They're winning seven games. I agree, but I'm not, I'm not as bad as you. Are. I got him five and 12. I, Jimmy G cannot carry a team on his shoulders by himself. And Josh Jacobs cannot run the ball 747,000 times again and, and stay healthy this year. So I, they're going to have to figure something on offense, and I think whatever they do figure out is, is probably going to implode. If Jacobs sits out this year, like just holds out because they're not – which I don't think is going to happen, but he does not want to get franchise tag again. He wants a long-term contract. He worked way too hard, and the writing's on the wall that the running backs cannot take this kind of beating on a regular basis. So uh, Jimmy G, you know, like you said – we all like Jimmy G, but he is – I mean, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He can make things happen, but and he's pretty good. But this this Raiders team, they're going to look pretty bad this season. I just feel like they have just enough talent. It, it, if, if everybody's healthy, they have just enough talent to, to 
to get him at like four or five wins, but I'm definitely taking the under on the uh, the total wins. Yeah, I, I'm jumping all over that six and a half. When I saw that drop from seven and a half to six and a half, and all of a sudden I could get plus money as opposed to minus one fifty, I was like, I gotta be on that. I gotta be big on the on the Raiders under. Yeah, like I said, I think they'll, they'll sneak out some games. They'll win one or two here and there, but I just I don't see them getting to seven. There's no way. I think I think they could get to four or five. I, I mean, like I said, I was a little harsh on them uh, when I was running through the schedule. I think there's one or two of those games they'll end up upsetting somebody and doing something. But, man, even last year, a lot of the games they won, they just lucked out in winning. I mean, they just barely won. And Josh Jacobs just played out of his mind to win them some games. So I, I, I feel like the Raiders are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I really do. Especially yeah. with especially with the schedule. They just have a, a very difficult schedule, and I just it doesn't line up very well for them. It feels like they have Devontae Adams on offense and Josh Jacobs if he if he you know he plays, let's just say he plays, you know. But after that, you're looking at Jacob Myers, Hunter Hunter Renfro, and Austin Hooper as the rest of the offense. I don't it doesn't scream seven or eight wins at all yeah. by any means. And again, they just play so many good offensive teams, and I don't think that defense is any good at all. And that's, that's my worry is they're just going to get smoked and not be able to keep up with anybody. So last team, a team that I like, a sneaky team, little underperformed last year is the is Los Angeles Chargers. Right now they're at plus 340 on DraftKings and plus 300 on FanDuel to win the division. They're sitting at over under nine and a half wins, which I was actually a little surprised that it was that low. Again, they have a, a tough schedule uh, this year in this division. It's about even money, about 110, uh, nine and a half over wins on uh, DraftKings, 128, minus 128 on FanDuel. Under is minus 110 on DraftKings and plus 104 on FanDuel. So they're right in the middle here, John. What are you thinking about the charges this year? Do you see any improvement or decline from them over last year? Uh, I got them at 10 and 7, but I just feel like they're a team that they're a really good team that just likes playing down to their opponent all the time. They try to stay on the same level with everybody. They never like They never go for the kill. They're, they're not that team that just, I mean, minus the Patriots last year, that was uh that was a, that was a kind of a shit show, but they, they, I don't know what's going to happen with Eckler. Uh, you know, Eckler's pissed off. He, he's not one of those guys. He catches a lot of passes, but he's not like a workhorse workhorse. So if he's pissed off and it's always getting receptions and the team just kind of decides that they need to move on or see what else they have for next year, you know, I, I just feel like they're not, they're not a team that ever just, push themselves to win. You saw what happened in the playoff game last year versus the Jaguars where they got they got up to the lead and they just kind of said, uh, and then they got in the corner. The Jaguars had them in the corner beating the shit out of them. And they couldn't come back. They just can't get things back on track. They're just, they're like a mid-team. I don't, I don't know why they just can't be better than they are. They have so much talent on this team. I don't know. Defense, offense, across the board, the team is great, but they just can't seem to trip over their own feet. So I got them at 10 and 7. Yeah, my initial run through, and I have to say this is, was a total bias pick by me because I actually like Justin Herbert. I kind of like this Chargers team, so I kind of root a little bit for them in that way. I initially went through 12-5, and five, and I was like, that's too high. Yeah. I immediately was like, that's too high. They're going to lose some game in there that they should definitely win. They're going to have some close games. And again, is their defense going to be better? Is it going to be healthy? It was pretty beat up last year. If they're healthy, I really like this defense. If Khalil Mack's playing, Bosa's playing, um, CJ Jackson's uh, or JC Jackson, excuse me, is playing. I mean, all those guys come back. I feel like this Chargers team should be a twelve and five team. That deep down's the way I feel it. 
Right. But like you said, I just don't know if they have that killer instinct to be that 12 and five team. I just feel like they're going to lose some games that you look at them. And you're like, they had that game. How did they lose that? Right. And I just feel like it's going to happen. And I, and I just, you're starting to hear some stuff about Justin Herbert. I like Justin Herbert a ton. I think he's a great player, but there's starting to be some doubt out there. Is he that killer instinct guy? Is he that guy that's going to bring you and take you at the end and he's going to get you a win? Or is he that guy that's just going to try to barely hold on? And there's starting to get some whispers of that. And they get a couple games early in the year where they either have teams come back on him or he does nothing at the end of games to try to win a game for them. I think that is just going to get louder and louder as the season goes on. Everybody MF'd him in the draft process saying how bad he was. You know, he should have been that 19th quarterback taken. He was nothing special. But, and he came in and just lit the world on fire right, right when he got his chance, when Tyrod Taylor got his injection in his lungs. And I don't understand, like, how at that point in time they expected him to be at this high pace level. I mean, he's got a good team around him. But they expected him to just be a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen right from the get-go. They kind of knew what – I think he's regressing back to what we thought he was going to be. Not as bad as everybody predicted, but they're regressing back to some of the flaws we saw in the in the process that was justifying his original draft position, which we all – we thought he was a mid-quarterback, nothing special, nothing, not, nothing fantastic. But he's not – I don't think he's going to elevate his game anymore to where he's at right now. A little more regression maybe, but that's going to be Justin Herbert for the next a, a lot. You know, I don't know how many more years his NFL career is going to be, but he does just fine. But I'm not expecting fantastic every year or every game that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He just he's just that guy, like you said. He's he's not he's not a he's not a killer. He's not a, he's not an assassin. He just he he's a game flow guy and he makes things happen and he puts people in good positions. But with a, with a new receiver on the outside that maybe doesn't get hurt every time he jumps for a ball and lands on his face, you know, hopefully that. The offense learns how to move on and get better with with uh, with what they have. Yeah, I actually I like Herbert a lot. I actually think he's a good quarterback, um, but I think he hasn't had the weapons on offense. Guys have just been hurt too often, and I feel like he's one of those quarterbacks. He needs that stud wide receiver to kind of take over when they really need it. He can drop it off to that guy, and that guy makes plays. Um, I think he's more of a guy that needs that surrounding cast to really kind of pick it up for him, as opposed to Mahomes, where you feel like Mahomes makes everybody around him better, like, at the end of the game situations. I just, so, I just traded Gerald Everett. I just traded away um, – uh, what's his name? The backup in the Steelers. I don't know why. Jeez. Uh, Steelers backup running back. Uh, J- Jalen Warren. Gerald, I just traded away Jalen Warren to get Gerald Everett this year because I feel like this, like if Keenan Allen gets hurt whatsoever and you got two big guys on the on the outside, I feel like that that uh, that Gerald Everett might be like a league winner this year at tight end. If you uh, if you needed a tight end and he's kind of a sneaky, they'll probably run somewhere around like tight end like eighteen to twenty four in most people's rankings. I just feel like he could be the guy this year to get over 100 targets in, in, in fantasy. Just I know they don't use the tight end that often. Everybody says, oh, you got fifth most targets. Yeah, whatever. It's, it, it is what it is. I, I think that, that, could be, that could be a position that Herbert really needs to utilize this year to make his offense work well. And I just think that Gerald Evans is going to be a beneficiary of this offense uh, morphing into a better, more pass-controlled off- uh, team. Yeah, I like that move. I, I mean, I was wanting them to really get Jackson Smith and the Jigba in the draft. 
Uh, they end up getting uh, Quentin Johnston, uh, yeah. who I think could work out there. I like that landing spot for him. Um, I just thought, man, if they could just get a guy that's going to be all over the field, always be open, you could just help Herbert out a ton. Uh, but it's going to come down to health with them on wideouts. Can can Mike Williams stay healthy? Can Kenyon Allen stay healthy? Can Johnston be the guy, be that first-round stud they think he is? This is a problem because I, I, I honestly feel like that when – when Mike Williams goes like he goes up for these balls and he makes these awesome catches, but he lands on his shoulder, or he lands on his hip, he lands somewhere, and he gets hurt all the time. But Quentin Johnson's the polar opposite, where he's afraid to go up and he's not a contested catch guy. So what's going to happen there? You got these two guys on the outside, and, and Mike Williams and Quentin Johnson on, on both sides of the field. One guy's a jump ball guy that goes up and gets it. The other guy's afraid to get hit. And then Keenan Allen is somewhere in the middle. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. If Quentin Johnson picks up his game and Mike Williams can stay healthy. Or, or say not get traded. I, I'm not sure what they're going to do here. This this team honestly has a pretty good chance that Herbert really could thrive in this offense if, if these guys stay healthy and do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, because they would be my sneaky pick to win this division. Yes. If if, if you know if the char- if the Chiefs get slipped up, they get a little bit tougher tougher schedule. If the Chargers can kind of get a win, I mean Vegas has them only a, a underdog in four games this year. They're favorite right now, and and and. 13 of their 17 games. So I, I think they're a team, like I said, I think they're a team that could get to, to 10, 11, 12 wins. I'm loving the over nine and a half here. I think they get at least 10. Um, I just think this team's too good not to win at least 10 games. Uh, but they're, they're my kind of sneaky pick. If they put it all together, I can see them winning the division at plus 340. I like that. Uh, I like the odds there on that one. Uh, let's jump out of. The, let's Ravens. jump in the AFC North. Yep, let's jump into the Ravens right here. A- AFC North. They've got the AFC South and the NFC West this year. Ravens right now are at plus 240 on DraftKings and plus 240 on FanDuel to win the division. Sitting right now, this one, they're a bit team that's on contention as well. Nine and a half wins on DraftKings. It's minus 150. So they, they definitely think they're going over nine and a half wins because it's that high. FanDuel flipped it, moved it to 10 and a half wins, and then now we're taking it at plus 116. So under is plus 120 at nine and a half wins. FanDuel's got the under 10 and a half at minus 142. So this is a team you can see is right at that 9-10 win uh, threshold. John, what do you got them at? I got them 11 and 6, and I think that might be even stingy. Lamar's back. You got Todd Munkin here who's going to try to use the passing game. That's going to keep Lamar healthy to do the Lamar to still do Lamar things. But if they can pass the ball to, you know, receivers that are, you know, I, I mean, you got – if OBJ can say not not Idiotville and Rashad Bateman and Zay Flowers, you know, you got Nelson Aguilar, Duvernay. If you can get a bunch of guys in this team that actually perform and, and this offense is tailor-made around Lamar Jackson to throw short passes, stay healthy, and run the ball when he has to, I mean, this this team is pretty pretty damn good. They got a pretty good defense too, so – I I think eleven is honestly I was kind of underselling them on just eleven wins so that's for I'll take the over nine and a half for sure on my that's just my opinion anyway. Yeah, my initial thought, and this is you know part of my homerism as a Steelers fan, I just don't like the Ravens, and I was looking at I'm like I'm like I had them in nine and eight. And I feel like I'm kind of trashing them a little bit. I feel like this is probably a 10 or 11 win team, like you said. Um, they're playing the AFC South. That Those should be 
win after win after win for them. Um, I, like I said, my initial nine and eight, re-looking at it, I'm probably pushing 10, maybe 11 wins there. I just think I think that AFC North is a really tough division. I could see those guys splitting a lot of games between the Steelers, Bengals, uh, and the uh, Browns in that division. So it's a lot of close games, a lot of tough ones. But like you said, I'm, I'm kind of sitting there, man, nine and a half. I don't love the nine and a half at minus 150. I don't love that juice. I'm probably, if I wanted to take a bet on this, I would maybe go the 10 and a half over wins at plus 116. If I'm going to get that extra money on there at the plus 116, I'd probably lean towards the 11 there. I wouldn't feel super confident about it, but I think you're right. I think this team gets at least 10 as long as Lamar's healthy. <clears throat> That's the, I, to be honest with you, I probably would not put an over under bet at all on the Ravens for just that fact. If, if Lamar gets hurt again, you know, this team could easily win six, seven games if it's early in the year. If it's late, you know, maybe they still make the playoffs like they did last year, but that has me nervous. They don't have a backup plan at quarterback. So if Lamar goes down, that's you kind of see all what Tyler Huntley, Pro like. Bowler, Pro Bowler, Tyler Huntley. <laughs> that's because everybody else said, no thanks. I don't want the invite anymore. Sorry, go ahead. The quarterback 27 in the league got the Pro Bowl invite because nobody else wanted it. Yeah, I get it. But it's uh, – uh, it's not one of those things where Tyler Huntley's not going to be able to move the machine that is the Baltimore Ravens like Lamar Jackson does. So they need Lamar Jackson to be on the field and healthy. They're going to pass a lot more. His rushing stats won't be phenomenal like they've been, like you've gotten in the past, but they'll still be pretty good. He's, this The Ravens, I, I think, are uh, they're going to control the ball a lot more. Their defense is always good. They're going to find them winning probably 11-plus games this year, in my opinion. Moving on to the Bengals, you know, up-and-coming team. Made a Super Bowl two years ago. Uh Right now, they're at plus 140 to win the division. They're the, the favorite, plus 125 on FanDuel. They're over-under sitting at 11.5 wins, and they're pretty much even money right now. Uh, they're plus 110 on both sites at the over, and they're under minus 130 and minus 134. So Vegas is slightly leaning the under here at 11 wins, and that's because – I have them at 11 and 6, John. I think they're right at that 11 and a half wins. I think they go in 11 and 6. I think it's going to be difficult for them to get to 12 with this schedule. But 11 and 6 in this division, I think whoever gets to 11 wins, I think can win this division. I also have an 11 and 6. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Joe Mixon this year. That's a big question mark. And although he didn't get one good game last year, he wasn't a humongous producer. I think he's going to stick around. If he's not going yet, he's probably not going to leave. So I'm, I'm, I'm penciling him in as being on this team. But how do you stop Chase Higgins and Tyler Boyd? And, uh, you know, this 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 team is just fantastic. Bringing Charlie Jones, I think, was a, uh, a, a – I think that's an underrated move on, on, on the part on the Bengals' part, too. So this is a, a team that I think could easily win 10 games. I think 11 games is is probably right on par with what I'm kind of – what I'm thinking here. So – I'm going to go 11 and six here. If Mixon comes back, it might even be a 12 and five team. Yeah, but I think they're right in the mix. I think the only thing holding them back is the schedule. Again, I think they have a pretty difficult schedule. Uh, I, I love the Charlie Jones uh, bringing him in the draft and Chase Brown out of Illinois at running back. I think if Mixon goes, it ends up going away. I think Chase Brown can surprise a ton of people. I know I'm always talking about Chase Brown, but I just think he, I think he's got mad skills, man. I think he could be so much better than Mixon if he gets a chance. I didn't want to say Chase Brown because I wanted you to say it because I know how big of a homer you are. 
but but I just think uh, if you look at the schedule, I, I you know it does break down fairly well to them. Uh, they've got some tough road games. They're at the Niners. Um, they've got uh, at the Jags is a tough game. Um, they're home against the Colts. Uh, at the Chiefs. So again, so they're going to have some big ones in there, uh, but yeah, I, I think you said I think this team feels like an eleven-win team, uh, pretty much on the money. If you if you definitely like them on the over, if you think they get to that twelve and five, uh, obviously now's the time to take it at at, uh, at plus twelve. I'd almost instead of taking the over under wins, I would probably take them at plus one forty to win the division. This team has such a polarizing schedule because you look at the Browns are a pretty good opponent. Let's get let's get be serious here. Even the Browns, when they're bad, they're still they still play pretty good games versus all their division opponents. You're, you know, you're playing the Browns, the Ravens, which is tough, but then you're playing the Rams and the Titans and the Cardinals. And the Seahawks, I think, are a winnable game. That's they're they're I we'll talk about them later too. But the 49ers are a tough game, then the Bills are a tough game, then you play the Texans, and then the Ravens and the Steelers are good, the Jaguars, the Colts. There's a couple teams that there are, there are easy layup wins on this schedule, and then there's a lot of tough games too. So I I eleven and six, I think, is a is a like I said, twelve probably. I, I have them twelve and five probably. Yeah, I think that, like I said, I think I could I could easily sell myself on the twelve and five because there's just a couple handful of games that are that like toss up game. Do they do they win that game at you know Kansas City or do they lose that game? I could see them going into winning that game right. at Kansas City. So I, you know, like I said, I'm right there. I think they definitely could be in the mix on that. Uh, I was trying to look up real quick what uh, Vegas has them right now. They have them for the season. That late game against the Chiefs is the only one of only two underdogs they are all year. So they're favored in 15 games. So seeing a team win thir- 12 out of those 15 that they're favored makes sense to me. So I, I can totally see that. Yeah. Jumping down next on the list here is uh, the Cleveland Browns. You talked about it. My Browns hatred came through in picking this schedule. Uh, I, I just not a fan of the Browns. I'm not a fan of Deshaun Watson. If he bounces back, I think all bets are off with this team. If he looks like he did last year, they're going to be in big trouble. But I, this team, I, I could, if they turn, come out and end up being, pretty solid i wouldn't be surprised and then they're awful i wouldn't be surprised so right now they're plus 425 on DraftKings to win the division plus 350 on fan sitting at nine and a half over under wins DraftKings plus 130 plus 110 for fan the under is where the money's lying minus 115 uh minus 150 excuse me and minus 134 Go to the schedule, my hatred. I just don't like them. I don't think they're very good. I think they definitely win more of the games than this. My original feeling was four and thirteen, and that's way too low. This I know this team's gonna figure out how to win more than that. I, I feel like this is more like a six-seven win team. I they've got them sitting right now at that at that uh, nine and a half mark, but that's plus one thirty. I'm taking the under on this but again the under is minus 150 i don't love giving up the minus 150 on the under but that just tells me vegas doesn't feel very good about them getting a nine either and i feel much better and i really i had them at four i think they're more of a seven or eight win team i mean vegas is a lot smarter than i am but i had them at 10 and 7 this year i the team was good without watson at quarterback but if watson shows out you know watch out because they (laughs) they are a 
I, I, I love the Browns. I'm, I, I'm not, not that I'm a Browns fan, but I just think their team is in place right now to really kind of steamroll people with their offense. I, ten and seven. I, I, I thought it was pretty damn. There was a team that I felt pretty confident saying ten and seven. I didn't see like nine or eight wins. I didn't see eleven or twelve wins. I thought ten or seven was kind of right there. But I, I don't. Watson got thrown right in the middle of the. He got thrown right in the middle of the pool, right, of the middle of the season after you having a year off and then be suspended for half a year. Didn't like really. <clears throat> Didn't really, didn't he wasn't really on par with his receiving core. wasn't the, the running game was good, but I get this. This they're gonna, the offense is going to unfold this year, I think, and it might take a couple of weeks to get everybody back on track 100. I know Watson looked pretty bad last year, but you can't expect someone who hasn't thrown a ball in a year to have to come out there and just start gunning the ball over the field. A whole off season, the rest of last year, a whole off season, and the and that the, the a good team around him will make this offense – if he was good on the Texans with nothing besides one good receiver, uh, with the Browns, with all these players, I, I, I don't see how he can go bad. Amari Cooper is a fantastic receiver. they got Elijah Moore right now, who's super underrated right now. I mean, in, in fantasy football, if you can get Elijah Moore, I would pick him up right now because <clears throat> he is going to be a target machine on this team. DPJ, I, you know, a little bit overrated. I think Cedric Tillman's coming in to kind of take that role over, but – uh, even like David Njoku, who's a really good wide, a really good tight end. And then Nick Chubb and Jerome, I love Jerome Ford out of the backfield for dump offs. Nick Chubb is just going to eat up the clock. And he can't, you saw every MF Nick Chubb for not being able to catch the ball. He had a handful of targets last year. He did pretty well when he caught the ball too. But I think you're going to see a lot more well-rounded offense on this team. And I under, I don't understand that the Browns hate this year at all. I really don't see it. I, I Like I said, I got him at 10 and 7. I think if they can get 80% of Deshaun Watson that was on the Texans, I think 10 and 7 is completely doable. I it's completely doable. I think this I think this whole team rides on Deshaun Watson. Is he going to be old old Deshaun Watson who just lit everybody up or is he going to be you know mostly what you saw last year? Now Last year feels like an anomaly. I mean, it was a bad situation, like you said. Everything you explained. I think he ends up being better. I, I just got the bad juju about this team. I just don't think they're gonna be. I just think they're gonna end up not being very good. But I also, like you said, I I wouldn't be surprised if they came out and they played great. Every game was close, and they stuck out a bunch of games, and they do win ten games because I, I could see everyone in this division being right at that ten win mark. 9, 10, 11 wins. I think this division is going to be in extremely close. Yes, 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 yes. A very good, very tough division. And I, this is a very this is a very underrated division for the NFL as far as that goes. A lot of good teams in this division. But I, I just – if they don't need to start out with Deshaun Jackson being awesome because they got Nick Chubb. They got David Njoku to get dump off passes. They don't need to be crazy. They don't need to be nuts. You know, they don't need to go awesome and, and just pass for 100 million yards. They could just control the game clock with Nick Chubb if they get if they get ahead in any game because the running the offensive line is fantastic. Nick Chubb's fantastic. They don't need to go out and prove anything to anybody. It's someone says he's going to win a race for this team. I think they're going to they're just going to figure out how this offense flows nice and easy real early and just keep winning games. Now we'll get to my Steelers last team in this division, a very divisive team in this division where the people where, I mean, they're all over the place where people think this team is going right now. They're plus four fifty on DraftKings to win the divisions plus six fifty on FanDuel. I love them odds over under right now is eight and a half. Vegas is leaning the over 
DraftKings minus 130, FanDuel minus 132, the under plus 110 and plus 106. They're leaning for the over. They're eight and a half uh, last year. I told everywhere when there was no way they weren't winning nine games last year. I looked like an idiot at the beginning of the season. Of course, they came through and won nine games, <laughs> and I want to hit all my bets. I'm I'm all over the over on this. I think they win nine games. The schedule is mighty easy. Talking about all these other teams with how tough their schedule is, the Steelers really lucked out with a prime schedule this year. I think it works in their favor. I think this comes down to are you a Kenny Pickett believer or not? If you think Kenny Pickett is going to make that year two jump and has what it takes, I think this team can be super underrated this year. I think they're sneaky good. But I also see people on the whole other side who think Kenny Pickett is terrible. They think he's one of the worst quarterback starting QBs in the league. And so yeah, so for right there for Kenny. So I just think for me, I'm a believer in the Steelers. Oh, you're fine. So for for me, I'm I'm a believer in the Steelers. I uh I've got this team at 12 and five. I, I I know it's a little bit of a homer pick by me uh, thinking that they could finish with that good of a record, but I just think the schedule uh, just works out for them that way. I just think 12 and five is, is totally reasonable. Um, I think they're probably more of a 10 and seven, 11 and six team. If I'm being totally honest, I think I gave them a little too much credit. But I think this team wins 11 games. I think this division is going to come down to tiebreakers because I think every one of these teams can win 10 or 11. Yeah, I got them at 9 and 8. This is a tough division. I just think the Steelers love being mid. Like I, that's, all, that's all they want to do is just get over that, Keep make sure that Tomlin never has a losing record, and, and that's it. How do you feel? I'm, I'm, I'm in a situation now where, like, Everybody's in love with Jalen Warren right now, and everybody's MF and Najee Harris. Do you think Najee Harris is somebody that – is he in for a regression, or do you think he's going to get better this year? What like what's? I actually – I'm all over Najee this year. I think Najee has a big bounce-back year. Um, I think he's more been a volume guy the first couple years, but I think he's healthy now. I think their O-line is much improved. I think now that they have Kenny Pickett – instead of Trubisky at quarterback, that's going to open up the passing game and open up some lanes for Najee. I'm all over Najee this year. I, I think Najee ends up having the year everybody thought he was going to have last year. I think he actually ends up having this year. I think yes. he's a year away. I'm on Najee, and I'm a, I am have had people like, hey, do you want to trade Warren away? And I'm not trading Warren anywhere that I have Najee because I feel like he's a great handcuff. I think he's going to be totally playable if something ends up happening to Najee. But – uh I'm on him, and if you're in a super flex or two QB league, I've been going around and picking up Kenny Pickett everywhere. Because if I can get Kenny Pickett for cheap as like my third quarterback, I'm loving that upside with him. And there's just a lot of people are out on him. And if you can, if you're in a league with somebody that's out on him, man, go get him because they just don't think he's worth much. I tell you what, the big the big wild card here is going to be if Allen Robinson can figure it out this year. If, they, if Allen Robinson gets on track. And, and actually produces with this team and kind of figures out what, what's going on or how they can use them. I tell you what, man, it's going to be uh, wheels up for this offense. Yeah, I just think the offense is going to be much improved. I think the defense was solid last year, and they had TJ hurt most of the season. If TJ stays healthy, the additions they made at linebacker with Holcomb and, uh, and some of those other guys, I just think this team 
when healthy, can compete with anybody, especially in this division, because this division, they play everyone tough. I mean, this is another one like the AFC East. They just they all kind of beat each other up. They go one and one against each other. Um, I just think this team is much better than last year. And they went nine and eight last year with a harder schedule. So that's why I think this team I don't know if I think they're the best team in this division. But could I see them winning this division? I absolutely could, just because I think some of the other teams have harder schedules. And I and I, and I think this division is going to come down to, like, one game. I, I really do. I think there's going to be – someone's going to end up getting to 11-6, and six, and there's going to be a couple teams sitting at 11-6, 10-7, and a tiebreaker is going to make the difference. Yeah, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, Gunnar Olszewski is one of my best friends' nephews. Just so, you know, so I'm, I, I like the Steeler. I like that he's a punt returner, the – Special team guys for the Steelers. I don't know what happened to Calvin Austin last year. I was kind of—I know he was hurt, but I don't, I'm not sure why. Like when he came back healthy, they wouldn't bring him back in at all. But he's a small guy. He's super speedy. He could be a good gadget guy for this team. Uh-huh. And then you're looking at Fryermuth, and then the the the, uh, the the combination of not Najee and Jalen Warren. If they can use both those kind of like 70-30 kind of, or maybe 65-35 kind of thing, if they can use that kind kind of a balance. I honestly think to see how this offense is overrated too. So the Steelers, I am at nine and eight, but like you said before, it's it's a very tough division. They just need to they just need to win a couple of the games that they that they just blew last year. Uh-huh. And that, that this division, it, it, it could like it, they honestly could win this division, which is kind of crazy to say that. Yeah, I just think because they play the, the they're playing the South. They got the Texans, they got the Titans, they got the Colts and the Jags. I think they probably win three out of those four games. Uh, the, I mean, the toughest game they have in that one is the Jags, and they get that one at home. And I actually penciled that as a loss, and they get Jags at home, and I think those two teams are pretty even. So I, it's just I'm looking at the schedule. I think they win 11. I really do. I think high side's 12. I think low side's 10. I'm taking the over all day, eight and a half. I don't. I think they get to eight and a half unless there's a bunch of injuries. I don't see this team not not getting a nine at least and being in the mix. And again, I think it comes out of Kenny Pickett because this offense has a ton of talent, yes. ton of talent. If Kenny Pickett can make that second year jump, I this this team has a ton of upside. If Kenny Pickett doesn't make that jump, then the Steelers team's in trouble. I still think even if he doesn't play a lot better than last year, he played okay last year. And they still won nine. And yeah. that was with Trubisky. So, again, I just think looking at the stats, looking at the way, I think Vegas has them favored. And I think there were seven, six or seven games that they were not favored in. So, again, they're right in that mix. A lot of the games were really close. Um, I just see uh, I see an uptick from the Steelers here a little bit. Um, and I love that division at plus 650 on FanDuel. I absolutely love that bet. I'm making that bet to take the division. Obviously, it's a long shot bet at plus 650, but that's such great odds in a division that I think is going to be one game. I don't love it, I, but I can I, see it. I guess that's what I'm saying. I, I, I just love it because the odds. I love the 650. If it was 200, I'd be like, eh, maybe. But at 650, I'll yeah. throw a 50 spot on 650. And it's in a division where I think it comes down to maybe one game, yeah, one game difference or a tiebreaker. I, so I, I, I'm definitely looking at that. It, obviously, that's part of my homerism as a Steelers fan coming out, and I'll admit that. I'll admit what? that right out in the open. That's a that's a little <laughs> bit of a homer bet for everyone out there listening. Um, let's move on to 
what should be one of the worst divisions in football this year, the AFC South. They're playing, uh, like we just talked about, the AFC North, and they're playing the NFC South. So this is where things get real interesting, John, because you have one of the worst divisions in the AFC South, and they're matched up with one of the worst divisions in the NFC South, which is why I think this it, it really makes it interesting because I can see a ton of uh, teams just because of the schedule getting wins you wouldn't think they'd get wins and other uh, other teams you know lower than you think texans right now sit at plus 700 to win the division plus 800 on fan duel six and a half is where vegas has got them the money's about even money at six at the over on six and a half it's slightly leaning under at minus 130 and minus 122 what are you thinking on the texans i had to squint really hard to get this team to five wins and I mean, I was like, I had to put my bifocals on and then squint to get them to five wins. I don't like them at all. I don't, I don't, Nico Collins, John Mechie, who we're all expecting to be what John Mechie was expected to be before, you know, he got his situation. Uh, Robert Woods, they drafted Tank Dell, which he's the size of my German Shepherd. And, you know, Xavier Hutchinson is, you know, the project. You got CJ Stroud. Yeah, but that's not the answer. Damian Pierce, I think, is overrated, an overrated player. Devin Springer and Devin Singletary doesn't move anything, you know, for anybody. Uh, Dalton Schultz is tight end. Yeah, he's good, but nothing absolutely crazy. This team is – drafting Will Anderson was probably the best thing this team did, but I think they spent too much time – they spent too much it, it, to get him also. So I don't like where they're at right now. I don't like the way they have to rebuild without a lot of resources they could use in the future rebuilding. And I don't like this team for this year. Even though it's in a bad division, I just – I. Just don't. This team doesn't have the talent to like to beat anybody. I th- I, I think, and it, it, nothing. Nobody says the CJ Stroud is going to walk in here and just be a you know. Uh, I mean, he's going to win the, even if it's a bad division. It doesn't mean anything. He's a, he's a rookie quarterback. We didn't even see him throw a pass in the NFL yet. So I, I'm, I got it five, five and twelve, and I'm like I said, I'm I'm being generous with that. I I, I could see a three or four win team at, at probably at best. Five was just kind of something I came up with because their division's so bad. Yeah, John, I, I agree with you. I was looking at this, same thing. I saw, you know, the six and a half, and I'm like, there's no way. And then I no. saw the minus 130. And I usually don't like to take something like that, a minus 130. I'm all over the minus 130. I don't think there's any way this team wins seven. Anyway, I'm, I've got them at three and 14. And even at the three and 14, I'm like, we got a toss-up game with the Cardinals. I mean, that's going to be the worst game of the year. <laughs> right. Them and the Cardinals is going to be awful. I had them beating the Titans one out of two games, which I think the Titans could beat them both times. And I don't think the Titans are good. I mean, I think this this team has two, three wins written all over it to me. I mean, they lucked out. They, they were the worst team in the league last year. Yes. The fact that they lucked out, the Colts let them beat them at the end because Lovey Smith's the champion and had to get that win. So that, and then the Colts tied them in the week one. And they beat, uh, you know, they lost. I just think this team's bad. I like C.J. Stroud. I feel bad for him. I hope they don't absolutely ruin him in this first year. I hope they're okay enough that where he isn't terrible. But I just, I don't like this Texas team at all. I'm taking, I don't care. I'm taking the minus 130 or uh, a little bit better odds on FanDuel. Jump on FanDuel at minus 122. I'm taking the under six and a half all day because I don't think there's, there. I just, I don't, can't see a world where they get to seven wins. I no. It just doesn't make any sense to me. 
Not even close. I mean, I, I could re, I could tell you every game in the schedule right now with an L in front of it without, without a problem. I'm giving them a couple of wins, and that's being generous. So not a chance. And, uh, and looking at the uh, over-unders, or uh, the spreads for the year, I'm looking right now on the Vegas spreads. They are favored in two games. They're a minus one and a minus 1.5 in two home games. Oh, minus one another. So they they have them right now favored in only three games, and all of them are a minus one at home. And you usually get bonus just for being at home. Yeah. So I just, like I said, I I just don't see it at all. Texans are going to be bad. I'm going to be betting on under Texans games all over the place. I just Absolutely. don't think they're going to be good. Uh, next team, uh, another one of my favorites, uh, Colts. Indianapolis plus 500 to win the division, plus 550 on FanDuel. Sorry, plus 500 DraftKings. They're sitting right now at six and a half. Vegas likes the over. They're minus 140 on DraftKings, minus 118 on FanDuel. Unders plus 120 and minus 104. Before I go on my rant and raving about the Colts, John, give me your thoughts on, on my boys, the uh, the horseshoe. I got them at seven and ten. And I mean, a bad defense is not the cure for a team that is planning on running the ball. And uh, Anthony Richardson, if they fall behind and their their plan was to run the ball and control the clock, I don't think I don't know what's going to happen to this team. I honestly, this, this this could be a disaster, man. I'm sorry, I noticed your guys and all, but I don't know what. Like if, like I said, if they plan the running game, if 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 they start out ahead and they could they could stop people and run the ball. And just keep JT and, and, and AR-15, keep just run the ball down your throat and ball control this offense some, somehow, some way. They're going to win games. But if they start falling behind and they can't rely on JT and they can't rely on AR, Anthony Richardson, I, I don't know how they're going to play catch up with the receivers they have on this team, too. I mean, my favorite receiver on this, my favorite receiver on this team is Anthony Richardson, is Ashton Doolin, to be honest with you. Like, I love Pittman, but he's just such an underachiever. Alec Pierce, I like him, too. I have Isaiah McKenzie. Get out of here. Like, I don't know why. It should be – Josh Downs should start right from the get-go or Ashton Doolin. There's no – Pittman just needs to start picking it up, man. I, I don't – I know he's good, but for what we expected from him, he's just not producing what, what what a quarterback needs him to do. Alec Pierce is underrated, but they don't have any kind of crazy receiving core to keep them in games if they need to play catch-up at all, especially they don't have a quarterback that's accurate either. So – um, I know you like Gardner Minshew, and he's going to be the guy that starts the season out. Hopefully, gets a couple wins underneath the belt, or they're going to pull the rug out and put Anthony Richardson there. And Gardner Minshew is, I think, overrated. I, I'm just going to say that I'm going to say it to piss a lot of people yeah. off. I think he's overrated, but yeah, I know he's the best thing ever because he wears you know jorts and he got a stupid mustache. But I, he's nothing special. Anthony Richardson, I, I just feel like he's a project, and they. Anthony Richardson need to go somewhere else besides this team to kind of wait for another year, probably two years, to really kind of get his. I think watching Anthony Richardson in college was like special. Man, he is good, but he needs he needs to sit back, learn, and like kind of he can't make he can't run the he, the entire team can't run through Anthony Richardson. It can't it can't be that way. He needs to be on a pro offense where he learns how to throw the ball, get the ball downfield, distribute the ball across the field, and not just take off and run all the time. And man, I I just feel like I wish you would have went to a better team that didn't need to that's probably not gonna insert him as fast as he's gonna get inserted in this offense. Yeah, for me, uh obviously a little homer pick here. I the schedule is so easy. I mean, it's just it is set up for them to get a lot of wins. I wish I knew right now what they were doing at quarterback. So this is a bet 
that honestly I'm probably holding out for a while before I decide what I'm going to take on the Colts over or under. I think they go over six and a half easy. I think this team went seven, but I think this team could win as many as 11 games. If everything goes right with the schedule set up the way it is, the question is going to be, is it a back and forth between AR and Minshew all year? Or do they come in Minshew right off the bat and they say, we're playing Minshew and letting, you know, Anthony Richardson sit and they play the whole, if they play the whole year with Minshew, I think they can win 11 games. I know that sounds crazy. I think he's good enough against this schedule. Now, are they going to be a really good team? No. I think they're a team that would, if they make the playoffs, they'll get blasted the first round. But I think because the schedule is so weak, and this team has actually got some really good bones. I mean, they were beat up last year. They got to four wins, and they had Jonathan Taylor's out half the year. Matt Ryan couldn't throw the ball at all. They tried Ellinger. He was even worse. The defense was actually pretty solid, even though they were banged out. Shaq Leonard missed the whole year. I actually see this team as way uh, you know, a big upside. Uh, the question is, if they go back and forth between Minshew and AR, I think that's going to end up being a nightmare, and I can see things falling apart. You know, absolutely falling apart like it did last year, and they end up with like four or five wins. Let's go over I, the schedule because I, I we have, we have to we have to figure what's going on here. There's no way they're winning 11 games this season. They're, the Jaguars <laughs> week one, they're losing to Jacksonville week one. Okay, just I got I got to win that game. I think Minshew starts that game and he plays out of his mind against the Jags, and I think they actually win that game. You said Minshew, not Patrick Mahomes, right? I yeah, I got Minshew. I think I think right, they, <laughs> I think they win that game. I think I think the Colts actually win the opener against the Jags. Okay. I think they go I, I don't. At, <laughs> well, I know I'm, I'm going to be under on that, but I think they win that game. I got uh, at Texans. I think that's a win. Win, yes. I got them losing at the Ravens. Okay. I got winning. them winning, winning at home against the Rams. Yes. Winning at home against the Titans. That's a toss-up, but I'll give it to that's you. That's a toss-up game, but I got them winning that. I have them losing at Jacksonville. That's a guaranteed loss. They always lose at Jacksonville. Again, this is a Browns toss-up. I have them winning this Browns game, but if Deshaun Watson comes out and plays great, I can see him losing that game. Right yes. now, I have them winning that game. That, that's why I guess I, I have them losing to the Browns because I think the Browns are not going to be the Browns everybody expects. I think Watson's mm-hmm. not going to be fantastic, but he'll be way above the situation where, where I, I, I just don't think the Colts can come back if the Browns get ahead early, so – they're not beating I, the Saints. I definitely think that's a toss-up game. I actually think they're better than the Saints. I think they beat the Saints at home. Now, if that game was a road game, I think they'd probably lose it. I'm giving the slight edge just because it's a home game. I have them losing at the Panthers. I've been I to a that- bunch of Col- I've been to a bunch of Colts games, okay? And it, like it's there's a dome in there and they scream third down like for four and a half hours every time they get a third down. So I get but I really don't see the home field advantage of playing in a dome, but for any team. It's it's a fantastic stadium, but it's not like this Colts has this, it's like the twelfth man where you can't hear yourself talking or like that. Nerds, it, come on, man! It's been loud at that at times back in the past, but not lately because they haven't been good enough to get the crowd for that. But I, I just think that Browns, I think that Saints Panthers is a toss up. I've got them winning the Saints game, but losing at the Panthers. But I can see it flipping. I can see them winning at the Panthers and losing mm-hmm. at home against the Saints. Um, the at the Patriots game in Germany. I think that's a toss-up game. I think they lose that game just because I think Belichick outcoaches them all the time. Uh, but I think they lose that game in Germany. By week, I got them beating Tampa Bay at home. I got them winning at Tennessee Titans, but I think that's a toss-up. I have them losing at the Bengals. I have them losing at home to the Steelers. They lost at home to the Steelers last year. I think the Steelers are better than them. I think they win that game. I I think it's a little bit of a toss-up at Falcons at Atlanta. But I think they're going to smoke them. 
I think that's I think it's a pretty toss-up game. I think the Colts are have a better team. I think the Colts have a much better defense. Uh, so I think Colts win that game. I think they win at home against the Raiders and home against the Texans. Like I said, I don't think this team is great by any means. Don't let me lie. I'm not I'm not telling you I think this team's great. I'm thinking the schedule is perfect for them. That that's what I'm saying. This schedule, because they they have one of the five easiest schedules in the league, and they're coming off a year where they had a ton of injuries to all their best players. So even if they did play Anthony Richards the whole year, and I don't even think he's ready by any means to start, but if they play Richardson the whole year, I still think they get to seven wins. If they stay with Minshew, and Minshew even plays decent Minshew, not above Minshew level, he plays at Minshew level. I think this team, because of the schedule, I don't see how they don't get to seven games unless everything falls apart, and that'd have to be two years in a row. Everything fell apart last year, and they got to four, and they should have beat the Texans in that tie game or they would have had five wins. And they should have also won the last game of the Texans. That gets them to six wins. So they were terrible last year, and they should have been at six wins last year, and this team is going to be better than last year's team. What did they do to get better? O-line's better. They were banged up. Jonathan Taylor back. He missed most of the year. He was banged up most of the year. I think he has a big bounce back season. If Shaq Leonard comes back on defense, he was a MVP caliber player on defense. He bounces back on defense. I think they're much better. I think their D-line is is highly underrated. I think they have one of the better D-lines in all of football. Uh, I think their wide receiver core is okay. They've got another year of Pierce. Hopefully Downs adds a little something to it. I think Jelani Woods is going to be better at tight end. I just think, again, don't get me wrong. I don't think this team is a really good team by any means. I think they're a very average to below average team. I think the schedule sets up perfectly for them where they got all their hard games at home. They've got a ton of easy road games. I just think this team wins at least seven games, and if if things click, I I can see them getting to eleven. That's I think they get smoked and they get the playoffs, but I think they can get to eleven. I'm, this, I'm taking the over all day, all day. I'm taking the over on this. This is one of those things where you sat last night and put one of your, which you're like when you go to bed, you put the other thing over your eyes where like you can't see any light or nothing like that, and you just have these dreams of the Colts winning eleven games, right? Like, yeah, I can see that. I can see. I can see them winning. Talking myself completely into it. Good for you. Right, I'm, I'm hoping they win 11 because you win money. All right, let's jump onto the Jaguars, a favorite in the division. A team kind of came out of nowhere last year. They were a team I liked last year. I just thought the way their schedule was set up, I thought obviously the coaching was going to be better. They were a team I liked to bounce back, and I actually had them on the over wins last year. I actually almost took them to win the division. I didn't. I should have. Uh, but – their team, I think, on the upswing uh, right now, I think Vegas thinks the same thing. They're minus 150 on DraftKings, minus 160 on FanDuel to win the division. They're sitting right now at over nine and a half wins. I think that's a pretty nice number uh, for Vegas to give you. Minus 135, DraftKings minus 150 on FanDuel. So people are definitely looking at 10 wins for them. The unders plus 115, plus 182. I jumped on this team. I looked at it. I like them a lot. I think they have a, a little bit of a tougher schedule. But I, I have them at 11-6. John, what are you thinking? Yeah, I got them at 10-7. and seven. It's hard for me to do because I'm a real big Trevor Lawrence fan. So – uh, it was – it's uh, one of those things where uh, – it's an easy schedule in some parts, but, it, yeah, there, there's some pretty tough games in here too. It all depends on if Calvin Ridley, when he comes back, if he's ready. If Calvin Ridley returns the form and is what, is what they think Calvin Ridley can be, and he's already they're already showing videos of him 
meshing with Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, on the side in preseason in these uh, mini camps, stuff like that. You know, people throwing the ball to each other in people's backyards, stuff like that. They're, he's doing pretty well. He's doing pretty well so far, but that's only what they, you want to see some highlights on films. But I honestly just the big thing about the Jaguars here is like their games in the big the big thing with them is they play two weeks in a row in London, so they can travel, kind of just relax. Other people have to travel, so that might be a couple easy wins where people that aren't used to traveling or getting jet lag when they get a couple days, a couple weeks to kind of sit back and just kind of ease into that schedule. That's hard for everybody else to travel, so. I got them at ten and seven right now, but I could see them winning eleven or twelve games. Yeah, I just the I think for them they obviously winning division they got a harder schedule. Yes, but I didn't think the schedule was as difficult as it could have been. No, that's what I said. It's they got some easy games. They got some really hard games too. It's, it's yeah. a, a very tricky schedule with these guys. Yeah, yeah. They, so they got the Chiefs at home. So that's nice in week two. They got the Chiefs at home. That's a winnable game. I I have them losing it, but it's a winnable game. They're at the Bills. I think that's probably a loss, but again, they could be in the mix there. It's early enough in the season. It's not going to be freezing cold yet. Um, they're at the Saints. I think that's a win. I think, at, like I talked about earlier, at the Steelers, I think that's a toss-up game there. Um, they're at home for the Niners, which I think is great for them. But, you know, I think that helps that they get the Niners at home. I think if they play at San Francisco, it's probably a for sure loss. But I like them a little later in the year at home. Um, and then they get the Bengals at home. And they get the Ravens at home. So it's one of those things. So it's it's they they got the, the tougher, most of the tougher teams in their division at home. And then the other side of their division is terrible. I mean, the rest of the schedule is, I mean, they're playing the NFC South and the AFC South. I mean, they're playing the, the uh, Titans, Texans twice, Titans twice, Colts twice. Uh, they got the Pan, uh, Panthers, the Saints, the Falcons, the Bucks. I mean, it can't line up any better for him. So even with the tough stuff on the schedule, I, I think this is an over for sure. I don't think I don't see them going nine and eight. I mean, you'd have to have Trevor Lawrence get hurt and a disaster happen. I think for them to go under nine wins. So I'm even, even at the minus one thirty five. I'm taking the over on this because I think I think minimum like you said ten and seven. But again, if they can upset one of those other uh, teams along the way and get a, a win at home, I think this team could win eleven or twelve. Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan, and Evan Ingram is a pretty good offensive, formidable offensive receiving core to begin with. If Zay Jones can overproduce, and, and him and him and Trevor have a pretty good chemistry together, so uh, that and if you can get Etienne and Bigsby to do what's expected of them in the backfield to save, I mean that's the minimal for it. I, I think this is going to be a pretty damn good team. Yep, I, I I just like him. I like the way everything works out from there. Next team in this division, the Tennessee Titans. I still don't know how this team the last couple of years has won as many games as they have. It, it really shocks me. And I feel like they're due to fall off a cliff. I just feel like they're right there. They got good coaching. They got Derrick Henry still. The defense has been solid. So they've been able to fight through and win enough games the last couple of years to make the playoffs and be a contender in this division. I just feel like the wheels are ready to fall off on this team. I struggle to find wins. They, right now they're sitting at plus 400 to win the division. On DraftKings, 360, plus 360 on FanDuel, over under seven and a half. And right now they're about even money. Uh, DraftKings is plus 110 on the over. FanDuel's minus 105. The under's minus 130 and minus 115. I'm with Vegas on this. I don't see any way they get to, to eight wins. I'm taking under seven. And, John, I really struggled to find 
four wins. I end up going at four and 13. I think they can maybe sneak out one or two more. I don't think, I don't see how this team gets above six wins. I had them at five and 12, so I'm 100% your page. I honestly, I mean, they're going to pepper uh, Traylon Brooks the ball. But Nick, Nick uh, Westbrook, Kine, and Kyle Phillips are the other guys. That's, I think Chicago might be the second best receiver on this team. And that's, I mean, he's, you know, an undersized tight end that moves pretty well. That's that's it. So Derrick Henry running the ball. The play action is all that they have. That's all they've ever had in the past. And that's it. So play action to Traylon Burks and dump offs to Chicago are, are all that this offense has. And that's that's it. That this is not a this is nothing special on this team. Five and twelve was probably optimistic in in reality, but that's man. They I, like you said before. I don't know how they won games in the past. They just seem to. Derrick Henry's a made things happen. He's a he's a he's a beast. But I, they need to get rid of Derrick Henry. And I, if they don't get rid of Derrick Henry, I can see the wheels fall off the train of the Derrick Henry machine. Rough, you know, finally happening where he just can't do it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do it again. Hammer the under on the t- Tennessee. T- I can't believe it's seven and a half. I think that number is going to fall. But it's uh, I'm going to jump on it before it falls too much. All right. So. We'll speed through here a little bit about the NFC. We took we we took our time there on the AFC. We're, we'll, we'll speed it up just a, a bit here. Let's look at the NFC East. Uh, they're playing the AFC East and the NFC West this year. So Cowboys right now to win the division plus one ninety on DraftKings, plus one sixty five on FanDuel. They're sitting at nine and a half on the over under. Vegas leaning slightly to the over at minus one thirty and minus one fifty. Under plus one ten plus 120 i feel like that number that nine number is right at the spot john what do you think i think this team's gonna go 12 and 4 and i think that's being modest i think this team has made the steamroll people right now and they're fantastic i don't see there's really not any weaknesses on this whole team so the eagles even though it's a tough schedule i don't care like they come in and they beat the shit out of people and they don't stop so i got them at 12 and 4 yeah the, the cowboys Oh shit! I thought you said the Eagles. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, oh, John, really? Lo-. I was like, if you really love the Cowboys, I'm like, I'm, I'm loving the conviction, but I was a little surprised oh. to, to to see you jump in there. Sorry, nine and eight. It all depends on Dak. This, this offense is set up to win with Lamb, Cooks, Gallup, you know, all that kind of stuff. They they'll probably make the playoffs sneak in a little bit, but nine and eight on the Cowboys. No, I don't have the same optimism the <laughs> Cowboys as I do for the Eagles. Yeah, so I, I'm right with you. I'm at nine and eight. I feel like that just seems where this team is. They just seem like a mediocre team. They seem yes. like they're good enough to win games, but not great enough to get far. I feel like they're another team that missed their window. They had their window, and they just kind of it just didn't happen. I feel like nine and eight all the way for me. I think like nine and five. If I'm going on this bet, I'm probably not taking this bet to be honest with you. But if I'm betting anyway, I'm taking the. I'm taking the extra, uh, the plus uh, one twenty, and I'm taking the under at nine uh, because I just, I just, this they've got a tough schedule, too many, too many tough road games. This team, they're just, they don't play well on the West Coast. They got to play the Niners and the Chargers on the road. I don't like those games. I mean, I'm giving the win against the Pats at home. I even had a beating the Jets at home. I think that's a toss up game. Um, I had them lose at the Giants to start the season. I just feel like they don't ever play well there. Um, like I said, I looked at a lot of these games and I gave them wins. I even gave them a split with the Eagles. So that tells you, I took, I gave them a split with the Eagles and they still only got to nine wins. 
This is a team I, that's going to win games they're supposed to lose, and they're going to lose games they're supposed to win. And that's always they're going to be with the rat in the middle. They're insanely frustrating. I will not be betting on them during the season because right. that's what they always do. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll they'll play terrible one week. The spread will be one way. You're like, oh, I'm going the other way. I'm off it. But I I will stay away from the Cowboys a lot of this year. Uh, I just think I'm taking the under nine wins. And I just don't see it. And then that division is going to be tough. You never know if the Commanders are going to upset them or the Giants. I just. I just think that's it's going to be tough for them to get to 10 wins. Moving on, Giants were kind of the darlings last year. Kind of came out of nowhere with Dayball. Uh, Danny Dimes uh, started playing pretty well. Right now, still not a very high to win the division. They're plus 800 and plus 600 on DraftKings at FanDuel. They're sitting at 8.5 on the wins right now. This is another team that's uh, that toss-up team that everybody's kind of been betting both ways on Right now on DraftKings, they're 8.5 at plus 120 for the over, and they're at minus 140 for the under at 8.5. Because it swung so much for the under, FanDuel actually changed their odds, moved it to 7.5, and made it minus 122 at the over, and they actually made it plus 100 at under 7.5. This team is right there in the mix. What do you think, John, on here? I think this team is – a lot of people are going to be looking at this team two different ways. I got them at nine and eight right now. I think the Giants—it's—they're a good ball control offense. Uh, ball control is the name of the game for them with Daniel Jones. I, if he could just dink and dunk his way through this this beginning of the schedule, uh, they, some, they got some a lot of talented slot receivers on this team. I I, I just if they if they can have Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller just kind of get the short yards passes, control the clock, and you know you got Isaiah Hodgins who overproduced last year. I, I'm not sure he's going to be. A staple of the offense this year so much, you know, but Paris Campbell's okay, nothing special, but Ron, they have to wait for Rondell Robinson to come back from injury 100%, and that might be until earlier in the year, or later in the year, but Jalen Hyatt's a speech that people are going to, you know, they're going to pull a safety in the cornerback trying to cover his, his, I mean, we all thought he was lightning fast, but he ran like a 4-5 or, or something like that, so he's not like crazy fast, but he will spread the open the offense a little bit for them, but this, this Daniel Jones, I think, is super underrated, so I... I, I don't. He's not not for so much. Everybody loves him for fantasy because he has rushing stats. But I think Daniel Jones is a, pr- a pretty decent quarterback just to keep an NFL team rolling. Yeah, for me, I, the Giants were toughy for me. I originally had him at ten and seven going through the schedule, but then when I went back and looked at it, I was like, man, a lot of their toss-up games I'm giving to them. A lot of those games that I'm like, yeah, that could go either way. The Jets game, uh, I gave them the win against the Jets. I definitely think the Jets could win that game. Um, I gave them the win at the Saints late in the year. I think that could possibly be a loss. I had them beating the Pats. Uh, that one I, is a, is a toss-up for me with the Patriots there. I've got them at 10-7, and seven, and I don't feel good about it at all. I just don't feel good about the 10-7. and seven. I feel like it's too high. Eight and a half seems more realistic. Like I said, I could easily see two of those teams winning. Uh, Vegas is really leaning hard to the under here at minus 140 on eight and a half. So that makes me think I'm way off at the fact that I had him at 10 and seven. Uh, I've got to rethink that. Look at it again. I think the Giants are better, but like, I just, I'm not so, I'm not a hundred percent confident about their defense. And how the defense is going to handle Hank. And this is where I'm scared. And 
if I had to put money on it, even though I'm picking 10 to 7, Vegas starting to talk me into the under here. Nine and eight was kind of a because I like Daniel Jones and I like Saquon uh-huh. Barkley and I like this offense and I like the you know the, the a good coach that, that that's why I, it kind of pushed me over the limit to get you know that that a little bit ahead of or, or a little bit above my skis I guess you know uh-huh. to say a little better at nine and eight but I can see them going seven and nine or or uh, uh you know like eight and eight and nine or something like that or maybe seven and seven and ten something but. I can see that happening for sure because I'm just very optimistic about the Giants, and that's probably a flaw that I have with this offense. They are 11. I just looked. There are 11 games they're they're the underdog this year. So yeah. right now, if you look at the spread, there's 11 games that they're underdog. That's why Vegas is leaning that side. I like you. I took them because of Dable and the upside of Jones. I think I maybe slightly gave them the favorite in a lot of those close games. I don't think they can win all those. And that was what makes me, I gave them every one of those close games. I think they probably went half. I think you're right. I think this is more of a seven and 10, eight, nine team. Yeah. Right. Especially in that division, just a tough, tough division. Uh, moving on the Eagles. We'll let you get in there. I'll let you get fired up by the Eagles. You just did before right now. They're one of those teams that are a, a minus to win the division at minus 120 on DraftKings. Will better odds on FanDuel at plus 110 over under on them right now is sitting at 11 and a half at DraftKings. FanDuel has just dropped to 10 and a half. So it's minus 110. So pretty much even money on, on the over it's uh even one minus 110 and 11 and a half on the under. FanDuel has dropped it to 10 and a half and made it minus 158 on the over and then given you some points on the under 10 and a half at plus 128. John, everybody absolutely loved the Eagles draft. They almost won the Super Bowl. Usually you have that Super Bowl hangover you hear about teams they fall apart the next year. Can the Eagles avoid that this season and put together another good run? Yeah, not a not a chance. They're uh, they're they are just the best team in football, I think, all around across the board. And they, I feel like they got robbed in the Super Bowl by a couple of bad calls. So I'm not. Sh- they are just a team that does not fuck around, man. They don't. They, they just uh, they 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 just go after people and they smoke people and they just keep smoking them. They they don't they don't really they know what they have. The team got better from last year, which is hard to even fathom. They got a lot better through the draft. And I just feel like this team is going to be somebody that – I think that, that this is my Super Bowl favorite for this year, even above the 49ers that they have a healthy quarterback. So I, I think they're going to win the NFC above above San Francisco, to be honest with you. So 12-4 was kind of a – you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not going to say anybody's going to go undefeated, but they honestly have a chance to. They're that good. Uh, you'd be uh, 12-5, and five, 17 games. So you had them at 12-5. and five, Oh, right? yeah, 12 and, Yeah, 12-5. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm a, I'll say 13 and four. Then I probably messed up my fat fingers. I was typing. So. <laughs> 13 four. I'm I'm right there. I think you know that that dropping to the ten and a half has me a little nervous. Vegas dropped that to ten and a half. Uh, I think this team. I my initial run through was eleven and six, and eleven and six. Though I think this team. See, this is another example where I think this team at eleven and six and the Colts at eleven and six are two totally different teams. I think this team is a great 11-6. I think the Colts are a terrible 11-6 and if they go that way just because of the schedule makeup. I think this Eagles team is awesome. I just yeah. think they have an incredibly difficult schedule, an incredibly difficult schedule. Yeah. And I think they're going to end up with a good record because they're a good team. 
But I just – it's going to be hard with this schedule for them, I think, to win 13, 14 games. Not that I don't think they're good enough to. I actually think they are good enough. But the schedule just does not work out with them that way. Tough division. It will always toughen that division. Giants are better. Commanders are better. Uh, you got to figure they're probably a split with the Cowboys. So once you start going through their schedule, I like them because coming out of the gates on fire. I actually have them starting – I actually have a starting eight and zero. If that tells yeah. you anything, I, yeah. I I think this I think this team comes out on all cylinders. I actually have them going to the Chiefs after the bye week and winning, and I still only have them at eleven wins. I, that's how hard this schedule is. I think they actually go and win in KC, which is going to be a crazy atmosphere after the Super Bowl. Right. I think they win in KC, but then they got a home game against the Bills. I could see them tripping up coming home playing the Bills after they win at Kansas City, having a little bit of a letdown. Because, again, that's a back-to-back tough, tough game. Then they got the Niners at home. I think that one's going to be tough. I actually have them losing that game, but to me that's a coin flip game. I, I just As I was going through the schedule, I had the Niners winning that just as a revenge game from last year from losing. But, again, I could see them winning that game. Then they're at the Cowboys at the Seahawks. That's a brutal stretch right there. They they're at Jet, at Jets, home for the Dolphins, at Chiefs, home for the Bills, home for the Niners, at Cowboys, at Seahawks. That right there is just a brutal stretch for me. I think they're they're maybe better than every one of those teams. I just think that's going to be a tough back to back to back to back all the way through on that schedule for them to win all those games. That's why I have them losing a handful of those. I have them beating the Cowboys, but I have them losing at the Seahawks, even though I think that's probably a game they win. Seattle's tough to play in, and that's going to be at the tail end of that really tough tough run. Then they finish up with the Giants, Cardinals, and Giants again. If you really like the Eagles, I'm probably taking the over. And I'm probably taking, if you want to just do it at 11.5, you think they get to 12 wins, do it. Uh, 10.5, I mean, you got a minus 158, but I think they get to 11. If you don't mind playing the extra juice at the 158 for that one game, I think 10 and a half is too low. Crazy yeah. schedule, but this team's way too good not to win 11 games. I think they're 11, 12 win team. I think they have the talent to be a 14 win team. Yep. I just think the schedule is just, just too tough. I just think they have too many good teams and they're all right in a row. And that's the only thing that holds me back on the Eagles. I, they, I was originally on the Niners as my favorite to win the Super Bowl. I'm leaning Eagles now, kind of. Yeah. I kind of lean in the Eagles. I just feel like this team drafted great. They filled all the spots in. There's nowhere on this team you look and go, oh, well, they're not good there. Well, they're good everywhere. Every every spot they have, they're good. And they got and, depth. And you're looking at and they got depth. And they yeah. got depth. They, they got Rashad Penny. They got Swift. Okay, two guys with injuries. Gainwell, but Boston hey, Scott. It just they, keeps going. they still got Gainwell, Boston Scott. Yeah, they got – I mean, they're just loaded. Everywhere on defense where they lost a guy, they added a new guy just as good, if not better. I just I just think this team is ready to explode. I think they're deep. I think they can, they can withstand injuries where a lot of other teams won't be able to withstand injuries. Um, and you got to your opponent, Devonta Smith, on the outsides yeah. with Dale Scott in the middle. Like, how do you – and then on top of that, if everything's covered, you got a quarterback that can run that can kill you with his legs. Like, there's no stopping this team. Yeah, I I think even injuries, I think this team ends up being pretty good. Uh, so I'm on them. I'm with you there. Uh, Washington Commanders, this is a team 
I this team, I I can see this team going a bunch of ways. I can see them actually being competitive and pretty good and only winning four games. Or I could see him at nine and eight, and be right in the mix. I, it's, it's, I just feel like this team's got a good defense. You don't know what Sam Howell's going to do. I love Sam Howell. I hope he gets a chance. But even if he doesn't, Brissett is good enough to win games. I, I really struggled. I wanted to find wins for the Commanders. I wanted to, and I still could only make them four and thirteen. I even I think they go that bad. I don't think they're that bad of a team. I'm just not sure they can. There's that many winnable games on their schedule. And if they are that bad, I think they're a team that's actually. I don't know what happened there. I clicked something. I kept double clicking, but it's only my fault, people. Sorry about that. I did did not mean to click that. Moving moving my finger around too much on the computer screen there. Uh, but John, what do you think about the Commanders here? Like I said, I actually like this team. I think they're up and coming. You just don't know about the quarterback play. I just think they have a tough schedule. I just had a hard time finding wins. I am at nine and eight. I think this is one of the most underrated teams in the NFL. Antonio Gibson might finally get his chance to become the elite fantasy asset that you know that, that in the in this. Fans of uh, landscape because Eric Bieniemy is running the offense this year. And if, if Ron Rivera can keep his stupid hands out of the offense, I think that this, this offense can, could be awesome. I, they got Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, uh, you know, even at tight end, it's Logan Thomas is a, a pretty damn, pretty damn good quarterback, a pretty get, damn good tight end. And then, Brian Robinson, they brought you know is is a good filler guy, but Chris Rodriguez is, is slow. Everybody makes fun of how slow he is. Oh, he's super slow, but he's a pretty damn good running back too. He never fumbles the ball either. So, I think Antonio Gibson is going to be the PPR back that everybody wants. He'll be a top. I'm going to I'm going to go off on a limb here and say Gibson's going to be a top ten running back this year in the NFL because of his receptions he'll get out of the backfield. So, I. I am a nine and eight, and I had no problem saying that it's nine and eight. That might be a little bit overrated for some people, or you know, say it's crazy talk. But I got a nine and eight. I think they're the most underrated team in the NFL right now. Yeah, so you definitely love them a lot more than Vegas. Uh, the Commanders to win the division, they're plus eleven hundred and plus a thousand. So people don't have a lot there right now. They're sitting at six and a half. And Vegas at the over-under, but they're liking the over. Minus 120 on DraftKings, minus 122 on FanDuel. Under is plus 100 at both sites. So they're, they're kind of sitting around that 6-7 win team. I Like I said, I had them at 4-13. and 13. They feel more like a 7-10, and 8-19 to me. I don't think their schedule works out great for them as far as where it lines up, who's on the road, who they got at home. But I definitely think this team is going to be a tough out every week. I don't think they're going to give up a lot of easy wins. I don't think they're going to get blown out by a lot of people. I think they're going to be in the mix. That six and a half is so tough for me because everything to me tells me, like looking at the schedule, that I should take the under wins and I should take six. But again, I feel like, like you said, I feel like they have enough talent on offense and they're pretty good on defense. If they can get any kind of good QB play, and I, and honestly, I'm a Sam Howell guy. I hope he comes out and crushes. I hope he ends up being their next guy for them. This is a bet I'm probably staying away from. If I'm with someone like you and I have them nine and eight, I'm jumping all over that over. Yeah. I'm jumping that. If I if I think this team's an eight-win or nine-win team, I'm crushing that over. I am just so on the fence with this team. 
I just I can easily see the over, but I there's a bunch of situations where I can see them go, you know, win it four or five, six games. This is probably a team I'm avoiding. I'm probably going to look at the spread during the season and probably take them when they're an underdog and take the points a lot of games because I think they're going to be in a lot of games. I just feel like this team has bad record, better actual team written all over it. Yeah, look at if, if – I don't want to see Sam Howell not be the quarterback because I think he's a good quarterback. And I think – but if he does get hurt, I, I want to see – Jacoby said is more than competent backup uh-huh. to come in on this team and 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 and, and run the show. So if, if the, the only reason I want to see Sam Howell off the field is because of an injury. Because if we see Brissett, that means that Howell just kind of, you know, stunk. And I don't want to see that at all. So I, if the only reason I want to see Brissett is if Howell got hurt, but – it is a situation where Brissett would walk in and I think a seamless transition would be in place between those two quarterbacks. And here, here's the thing at Vegas is Vegas doesn't know what to do with this team either. They're showing six and a half wins. They actually only have them favored in two games this season, two wow. games. So that, I mean, that tells you even Vegas is looking at the numbers and they're going, Hey, we're only, fa- we only have a win in two games. And they're still at six and a half wins. Yeah. Because the numbers don't add up. This team feels like it should be better than that. Right. And, but all the numbers are showing you that this team should only win a couple games, three, four games. But everything else, eye test, everything else you know about this team makes you feel like this team should win more games. That's yeah. why I think they're one of the most perplexing teams this year to try to figure out. And I think you're going to see that during the season as well. Agreed. Let's jump on to the NFC West here. They're playing the a, uh, NFC East and the AFC North. Uh, this West division could be an absolute shit show this year, to be honest with you. I don't know what to do with any of these teams. Arizona Cardinals are the first team up. They're plus 2,500 just to win the division. So that's awful. Their over-under is at four and a half. DraftKings right now has them minus 130 for the over. FanDuel's not as uh, generous. They're at minus 106. The under four and a half is DraftKings at plus 110. FanDuel at minus 114. Four wins is a low number unless they bring Kyle Murray back and he plays out of his mind. And even if he comes back, I don't know if it's going to make a difference. I got this team at two and 15, John. I think they're terrible. I think. They're possibly the worst team in the NFL, especially without Kyler, Kyler Murray. Them and the Texans, for me, are going to be battling it out. Um, I like C.J. Stroud better than whoever's going to be playing for the Cardinals at quarterback. I think this, thing's two, this team's 2-15. and 15. I'm hammering the under at plus 110. I don't know how this team followed the track so bad, like, but I just feel like they just completely derailed, and yeah. it's a shit show. And I got them at 3-14, and 14 and, and that, you know, that's that, I feel pretty confident about that being their record. I, I I honestly feel that if they're losing halfway through the season, they're just going to sit Kyle Murray the rest of the season and move on from him after the, after this year. I, I, I trade him away, do something, you know, like you know, try to get rid of him, try to start from scratch across the board because that's really the rock. They don't like Murray. They embarrass themselves with putting that shit in their contract. He doesn't like it here. You know, he's already voiced that. Hopkins wants out. He says, "Oh, I might be back." Or who said I'm leaving? They're going to get rid of him too. Rondell Moore's and you know. I think over time we've noticed he's a, he's better than average wide receiver, but who's starting the season off here? Colt McCoy, Clayton Toon, like what is this? What is, how is the season going to start? And their defense isn't that isn't that good. So 
I, I don't know what's going to happen here, but this, yeah. this team is a, it's, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. It is a disaster. It doesn't feel like it's getting any better anytime soon. Uh, if you look at Vegas, the point spreads right now, I mean, they have this team. Not only are they not favored in one single game this year, not one. They are not favored to win one game. They are a four-point up to a double-digit dog in almost half their games. Wow. Good. They should I mean, that, that's bad. I mean – the best uh, they have, they're one and a half point dog in two games and a two point dog in a third game. Every other game, they're four points or higher. This team, everything says this team's going to be bad. And I'm with you. If this team gets off to an awful start, there's no way you bring Kyler Murray back and throw him in midseason on a team that's like 0 and 8. I just yeah. don't see what the point would be. I, I just don't see you do it. I think this. I think this team has number one pick written all over it. I think if they get the number one pick, they're going to have to figure out some way to move Kyler Murray so they can draft Caleb Williams. I that's just, the goal. That's the goal right there. I think that's about the best you could do if you're the Cardinals right now. Be the right. be as bad as you can be. Just suck it up. Kyler getting hurt might have been the blessing in disguise for this team because he might have kept them relevant. Now they can just full on tank. I think this team, I'm going to be betting against this team all year. I have a feeling by the end of the year, the spreads are not going to be high enough. Vegas yeah. is going to be pushing the spread so high, it's get, they're going to be trying to force you to take Arizona, and people will still be taking the other team at, at you know minus 14, minus 15 points. I think this team is going to be bad. Yeah. Um, staying in the West, we jump down to the Rams, another team coming off of, you know, Super Bowl a couple years ago, everyone got hurt last year. They traded everybody in the offseason. Rams are plus 750 to win the division on DraftKings, 650 on FanDuel. The line's sitting at six and a half right now for them. They feel like that's a pretty solid line. DraftKings has it at minus 110, FanDuel minus 102. Under is at minus 110 and minus 122. John, this is another team I just was struggling to find wins because I just don't know where, what to do with this team. Stafford, if he comes back, is healthy, plays better. Could he steal some wins with Cooper Cup? That O-line's still pretty terrible. They lost a handful of really good defensive players. I just don't see a lot of wins on the board for the Rams this year. I got it at 4-13. and 13. It's a tough schedule. And this team just – it'd be smart just to let Stafford walk away from the game, kind of say, hey, man, you're done. You're all beat up. It is what it is. Thanks for winning the Super Bowl for us. But – Here's a uh, here's a here's a nice fufu drink in a Hawaiian shirt. Go, you know, enjoy retirement. Let Cup go. You know, trade Cups to a contender. Uh, let Aaron Donald is he's contemplating retirement every year anyway. I don't know if it's a money thing or he's just kind of sick of football, whatever the deal may be. But if he wants to play, bring him to somewhere else that he really needs a good one of the best defensive linemen in the league. Even at his, you know, even where he's at right now, he's still fantastic. But you don't need a guy like that on a team that sucks. You need to start rebuilding. So. Get tons of draft picks, whatever you can get, money. Get money off your roster, get draft picks, even two years down the road from now because you've got a lot of rebuild to do for this Rams team. They accomplished their goal, win the Super Bowl. That's great, but, you know, everybody knew what the, the price they, they sold their soul to the devil to get where they're at, like, you know, last year or two years ago. And now that it, everything – the payments they made to win that Super Bowl are cashing in right now. They just got to go to the bare bottom scraps of the ship and start from scratch. So 4-13 and is where I'm at, and it's going to get worse from here. 
Yeah, and I'm struggling to get them to four wins. I am all over the under here. The fact that you can get the under six and a half at minus 110 to me is just stealing right now. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like that's stealing. I, I'm surprised that number's not at like minus 140, minus 150. I really am. I'm jumping all over. I'm putting money on the under on the Rams. I there's no To me, I just looking at their schedule. Again, they're another one of those. I don't think they're just an absolute horrible team, but the schedule does not line up well for them. They play – all their tough teams at home, like the teams that are maybe they could beat, they play a lot of those teams on the road, which they're not going to be favored in. They're just one of those teams I just – I don't know. I, I just can't find myself liking the Rams in a lot of situations this year. Uh, looking at the spreads, they're – I mean, it's right in the middle. They're, they have a lot of games that are minus one, plus one games yeah. uh, throughout their schedule. So, again, I think they have a lot of toss-up games. But I'm just one of those teams, if you get near the end of the year, and a lot of their toss-up games are near the end of the year, and you're already pretty bad, what incentive do you have to keep playing as hard as you can and and, and get four wins instead of three or five wins instead of four? I just think the under is where I'm at on this team. Yeah. Uh, favorite in this division, San Francisco 49ers, one of the bigger favorites to win their division. They're minus 150 in uh, DraftKings, 175 on FanDuel. Over-under on them sitting at 10 and a half. Minus 120 on DraftKings. Uh, on the other side, FanDuel actually has moved the win line up to 11.5 and, and actually giving you points. So they're doing 11.5 at plus 118. The under on DraftKings, 10.5 is plus 100. Uh, FanDuel, 11.5 and minus 144. So this is one where a lot of people, again, the quarterback situation is going to kind of figure out and decide what's going to happen here. On this team, uh, I can see it going a lot of different ways. I, there's a lot of situations where I think this team wins a lot of games. They also have a difficult schedule. Um, if they have the QB problems, injuries last year, you can see it falling apart. But, man, even with all the things that happened last year, this team still won games. I, John, before I throw out my crazy win total for this team, because I let me see what you add. It's probably not crazy than mine. I'm 13-4. and four, But that's uh, I'm just saying hear me out. If <laughs> – if Sam Tarnold gets the opportunity to start this season out, and he's a pretty damn good quarterback around a pretty damn good team, if he gets a, if he gets the opportunity to start out here and it's on a roll and they keep Sam Darnold in there and he keeps his job, I think he's a missing piece that would keep this team – that would get put this team in contention in the NFC Championship with the Eagles to to, to see the which one of these teams would go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. They're, I mean, if Brock Purdy comes in, that's great. But I honestly think that Sam Donald's a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Now, that just may be me being crazy, but I got him at 13-4. Where are you at? I agree with John. I think if Donald gets the starting job, I I don't know if I can go with the high enough wins. I think this team's going to be great if he gets a start. I think he's better than Purdy. But I also think Purdy or Lance, either one of these teams, I just think this team is set up. It's a QB-friendly system. I think their defense is great. I love this defense. I going through, I had him at 14 and three, and I can't believe I had him at 14 and three. I I think this team, I think 13 and four, like you said, is, is reasonable. I think 12 is reasonable. I can see why FanDuel jumped it up to 11 and a half from 10 and a half. Cause I think 10 and a half is way too low. I'm I mean, I'm all over. I'll pay the extra minus 120 on FanDuel. Excuse me. The minus 120 on DraftKings. I'll pay that at 10 and a half over. I, this team to me gets to 11. I mean, you'd have to have the wheels fall off for this team not to get to 11 wins. I feel like it's just the schedule sets up well for them. They get a lot of the tough games at home. Um, the, just the way the division's playing. I don't like the division. Uh, 
they just don't have very they don't have a ton of really difficult uh non-conference games uh they I mean one of the hardest games is at Jacksonville and I actually had one of their losses at Jacksonville they're at the Eagles which I actually had them winning at the Eagles um I had them getting upset by the Seahawks I had them winning at, at home against the Ravens I just every tough team they have Giants they got at home they're on the road at the Steelers at the Rams winnable games they got the Giants at home they got the Cowboys at home they're at the Browns and Vikings. I could see them losing one of those games, tripping up there, but they're going to be favored in both those. They get the Bengals at home. So, again, they got a lot of the – I just think this team, they, even though the schedule, they've got some of those higher-end teams, even if they go 500 against the higher-end teams, again, that's only two or three losses for them. I'm taking the over on 10.5 all day long on this team. I think they're a, a minimum 11-win team. And like you said, John, I think we're both more in that 13-14 win team uh, for this for this team. Man, you got the Seahawks two out of three weeks in a row smoking the 49ers. I, I don't see that happening. I just see – and again, I going back and looking at it now, I think I probably – what I would do is I'd change one of those, and I might – between the Browns, Vikings, Bengals stretch – I'd maybe have them losing one of those games, possibly. Maybe that Bengals game at home. I could see it. Like I said, I struggle, John, I struggle to get them to the three or four losses. Right. right. I mean, I just really liked them in all those games and, and a lot of those matchups. I like the way they match up with those teams. Um, you know, I had them winning at at Philly. I think that could be a loss. That could be one of those losses. But they're they are favored. If you look at Vegas right now on those spreads, they are favored in every game but one. I, I, I honestly think that the biggest trick up, trick up, trip up game in this schedule is the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys just have some way somehow of like outgunning people when the games are not supposed to win, they win. And that's the one I that's the, I would take both, probably both of those Seahawks games away, get them W, and give one of the, one of the L's to the Cowboys. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy because I was looking here. It looks like I I, I misspoke. The Niners. Let's see here. San Francisco. Let me look at this again. They are favored in, yeah, every game but the Eagles game. They're two and a half point dog to the Eagles. They're favored in every other game. So I just, again, I think it's, I can see them slipping up. Like you said, the Cowboys. I can see, you know, one or two here because they do have a tough schedule. But I think any of those QBs play. I think any of those guys play and they play decent. I think this team wins a ton of games. Two and a half to the Eagles. That means that they think they're a better team than the Eagles are. And that's that exactly because they're two and a half on the road. Yeah. So I, and, and that's what I'm saying. I and I actually think they could win that game. I think it's a more of a revenge game for them. I think they're going to be fired up. I think it's going to be a really good game. But I could see them winning that game. Uh, I just I just think it really works out for them. Uh, you know, even last game, you know, get second, third to last game of the year, they get the Ravens. They get the Ravens at home. Yeah. So it's I just I like it. They get the Bengals at home. You know the toughest game they got is the Eagles on the road, so I really like that. I I think I think they're a 13-14 win team. Here's another team that's going to be interesting. See what people think about Seattle Seahawks. They're plus two hundred to win the division, plus two sixty uh, on Fanduel. Over right now is eight and a half. They're feeling the over at minus one thirty on DraftKings, minus one thirty two on Fanduel. Unders plus one ten and plus one oh six. John, I, I feel like that eight and a half is right in the wheelhouse. I feel like that eight and a half is in the wheelhouse. I had them at nine and eight, but I definitely feel like it, eight, nine, nine and eight is, it feels like where they should be. 
I got him at eight and nine. I, that's just me, but I had like JSN is a great addition to this passing game. And I think Zach Jarbonet is a better all-around running back than Ken Walker, to be honest with you. That's just what I think. I mean, everybody's got their own opinions. But that being said, I hate Pete Carroll. And you know that. And I think everybody knows that. But I'm rooting for him to lose every game this season. But unfortunately, they got to win some games. They're 8-9. And, and that's that's a me hating Pete Carroll 8-9. and nine. So I can see them being 9-8 and eight or 10-7, and seven, to be honest with you. I, I Probably more like 9-8. and eight, But 8-9 eight is me being a jerk to Pete Carroll. So 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight is right right where I feel they belong. Yeah, by moment, if I'm betting, I'm taking the under just because I'd rather take the plus 110 under eight and a half than the minus 130 on the over. I just think this team kind of outplayed its actual talent last year. Gino played out of his mind at the beginning of the year. Um, I think Gino's decent. I just don't, I don't even think he can replicate last year. He started falling off big time near the end of the year. I think they're going to be a decent team. I think they're going to be a tough win at Seattle. I think it's going to be, like always, a tough place to go to. Uh, but I just don't love this team. I, I had initial thoughts had them at 9-8. and eight. I probably lean more 8-9, like you said. Right. Jumping into the NFC North division, be interested. They're playing the NFC um, – excuse me, NFC South and the AFC West – the Bears, let's start off with them. They're plus 400 on DraftKings and plus 350 on FanDuel. I love that plus 400 to win the division. I, I just think that's a, a fairly good number for a team that's going to have a shot. Over under a seven and a half. Currently, Vegas is feeling the over at minus 135 on DraftKings, minus 118 on FanDuel. Under is plus 115 and minus 104. I know I'm probably way. <laughs> higher on the Bears than you are, John. So let me hear your Bears rant about how you don't think they're going to be good. <sighs> I, I'm going to be – I'm here's the thing. I'm going to go 8-9 this year only because they they won, they lost so many games by like one score games and last and second field goals, last second touchdowns, and you know, they let so many games fall through their fingertips. This, lightly, this roster is slightly improved, but I'm not expecting miracles, but – I mean, eight and nine is where I'm at. I don't think they're a playoff team yet, but I think they're yeah, – I'm not sure. This is a make-or-break year for Fields. Let's get that straight right away. If he comes in now with the improvements they've made, not that they are not that they brought in the whole world, but D.J. Moore and uh, decent running backs, bringing in Roshan to, to complement the, the – the, you know, the, the Khalil Herbert and stuff. But this team is – it's not a ter- terribly, terribly hard schedule – they have this is almost set up for them to kind of like make a breakthrough right now. If 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 Justin Fields comes out there and trips over his feet this year, I think they're gonna have to make a decision on moving on for the the next quarterback for the future. But eight and nine, I don't think is that bad. I think that's a pretty fair assessment for someone who is not a Justin Fields guy or a or a Bears fan for that matter. I I just want the Bears to move to Arlington Heights and sell the team and kind of just start from scratch as a whole franchise. But they've been nothing but an embarrassment for the city for a long time for Bears fans anyway. So uh, where are you at, Justin? Uh, Justin JT? Because I'm, I'm a little bit higher on the Bears. I feel like the schedule works out for them. Like you said, I think it's an easier schedule, uh, which I think benefits them. I've got them at ten and seven on first glance. I think they're a nine and eight, ten and seven team. I think ten and seven's high side. I will be honest. I think ten and seven's high side. I think they're you're probably more in the eight and nine, nine and eight uh, is kind of where they go. But again, I think they're maybe one of those teams that end up with a better record than maybe how good the team is, just because of the way it kind of worked out. I mean, I've got them winning some games, 
that I think you probably have them losing. I had them winning at Washington. I think that's easily a game they could lose at Washington. Um, I had them winning at home against the Broncos. That's probably going to be a toss-up game. Um, I actually have them beating the Packers. I think that I'm splitting with the Packers. I actually had them winning at home against the Lions and the Falcons. I think those are two real big toss-up games. If I'm leaning right now, I'm leaning the over on the Bears just because of that seven and a half number. I think they can get to eight wins. I think eight and nine is definitely reasonable. Yes. Obviously, my, minus 135. I like the minus 118 on FanDuel. I don't love – I wish it was more even money on the FanDuel, but I don't hate minus 118 at seven and a half. I'm probably taking them for the over because I think this team can get to nine or ten wins, and I think eight is super reasonable. And, again, I'm taking an outside shot at plus 400 for them to win the division. Everything falls apart. Everybody else, they win on a crazy tiebreaker where they have the same record as the Lions and the Packers, and somehow they score more points, and they ended up they end up getting the tiebreaker. So that's obviously a long-shot bet, but I don't mind that. If you're trying to get some a little bit higher odds, taking a plus 400 at the Bears to win the division. I don't think they win a division, but I, I, I think they're going to make some improvements, but – uh, you know, it's, it's fair assessment. Uh, I'll take that. I just like the, I like the high odds on that. If I got a shot, I don't think they win the division, but I like the money return on that for what you have to put into it. Uh, lions. Now this is the favorite to win the division. Uh, everybody's kind of darling here of late. They're plus plus one thirty on DraftKings, plus plus one forty on FanDuel. over under right now for the lions is nine and a half, uh, plus 100 on DK minus minus one twenty. Two on FanDuel, so they're kind of split on that nine and a half. The under is minus 120 and then plus 100. So this one, again, a team where a lot of people are high on this team, so a lot of people are taking the over. I don't think Vegas feels like it's as, as much of a gimme as everybody else does. Fairly tough schedule. Not super, super difficult there, there because of the other uh, divisions they're playing. I got them 10 and 7. I think they go over. I really like the nine and a half at plus 100. I'm jumping on that at, at plus 100 of the evening money there uh, over nine and a half. I got them 10 and seven. This, I, what do you think? It kind of, I could go either way on them. Uh, I got them at nine and eight. I, I'm, I'm like, how, I just, how are the Lions figure out how to mess this up? That's everybody knows Dan Campbell. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves an underdog. The Lions just hate winning. I, I don't, I don't, you know, does golf regress this year? Is he will he be able to keep up the insane numbers he had last year? It just seems like something's going to go wrong with this team. I don't, that's why it's nine and eight for me. I just don't see them like making this humongous improvement. Now they're going to get James William back in what week seven or week eight? I forgot what how many would he get suspended for six games or eight yeah, games? Six or something games, like that. yeah, six games, I think. But I just feel like there's for whatever reason, the Lions just can't help tripping over their feet. Now everybody's rooting for Dan Campbell. Like I said, I, I really hope that he, the Lions. Just finally get everything together, but I just feel like there's a couple things that are going to go wrong this year, and they're going to have to move on to the next quarterback. And I don't know why I have such a, you know, the the rain cloud over the Lions organization, but they just they 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 do it to you. It's not like they're they're not they're just bad. They just they just can't seem to. And I, and they're on top of that. Is Hennon Hooker that much better than Jared Goff? I feel like Hennon Hooker is like a Jared Goff type player. I I, I don't. 
I don't get like how he's so much better than Jared Goff. He's going to come in and like change the franchise. I understand they got him late. You know, they got him a decent draft capital so they can wait on him if, if Goff doesn't uh, you know, pan out. But if they did move on to Hendon Hooker, how, how much do you see this team improving? Yeah, I think I think they're they're going with Goff. I feel like they think they're a win now team. I think Rodgers moving on to the Jets, Packers won't be as good. You know the Vikings are going to have some regression. Uh, the Bears are going to be better than they have been. I think the Lions are looking at this season as this is our chance, guys. We can win the division, make the playoffs, get a home playoff game possibly. I think they're I think they're all in on this season. I. Again, the schedule kind of lines up with them playing the uh, AFC South where they can pile together some wins there against the Saints and Falcons and all those guys. Again, I, I have a hard time feeling this team puts it all together all of a sudden and gets 11 or 12 wins. I had them 10 at 7. I felt like 10 and 7 was solid. I think they can do that. But, again, I would not be surprised like you if they blow their opportunities and next thing you know they're 7 and 10 or 8 and 9 and everyone thought they were winning this division and they blow like perfect opportunities to do it. I, I think they're a favorite to win the division. I like them to win the division over the Bears, but I don't think it's going to be that. I mean, I easily can see these teams having the same record and it coming down to a tiebreaker. And that's why I said I like the plus 400 uh, on the Bears there. I'd probably take the over on wins uh, just because of, of the even money there. Yeah. Packers are the Packers are a team, you know, people down on them. No Rogers, Aaron, uh, Jordan love comes in. Do you like Jordan love? Do you not like Jordan love right now? They're plus 500 to win the division on DraftKings, three fifty on FanDuel. sitting at seven and a half wins, pretty even there. Plus 100 and minus minus the unders minus minus one twenty and plus 100. So they're a little bit on each side of that seven and a half wins. I was nowhere near a seven and a half win. But I guess I'm not a Jordan Love guy. I just feel like Aaron Rodgers was kind of – I just can't tell if it's one of those situations where Aaron Rodgers was holding this team back because of all the off-the-field drama or if it's one of those situations where everyone comes together and they play a million times better because there is no Aaron Rodgers or it's like we look at it and go, oh, no, Aaron Rodgers was literally carrying this team and now they fall apart. There's There, there are some players that carry their team. There's you know There are some teams that – that the team carries their quarterback. I feel like Jared Goff's team that gets they, he gets carried by his team, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers was carrying the Packers. And I just don't think that Jordan Love's going to come in here and carry this team by himself either. I don't I don't see it happening. I, I you know they still got Aaron Jones. You got Christian Watson. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers turned Christian Watson into a star. I think you're due for some serious regression because Rodgers is able to find Christian Watson across on these these slant routes where where he saw those things happen. He saw those things develop. Romeo Dubs, Jalen Reed. You know, Grant Dubois, the Ontarian Wicks, none of that stuff moves the needle for me on this on this team. I think they're they're going to be a team that is in for a. I, I got them at seven and ten, and that's being super generous. I can see this team being five and twelve. To be honest with you. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking the plus one hundred on Fanduel at the under seven and a half wins. I had this team at four and thirteen. I think they can sneak out another win in there, maybe get a get a fifth or a sixth win. I don't see that this team wins eight. I just don't see it. I just don't think this team is that good. No. I think they have enough holes. I think they were. I think they've been masking it the last couple of years. I think they've been, you know, having better regular season records than the actual team is. So I'm I'm out on the Packers. Uh, Vikings to win the division plus two fifty DraftKings three thirty on Fanduel over eight and a half wins. 
Vegas is leaning the over at minus 130 and minus 115. The unders plus 110 and minus 105. John, I think this team regresses from last year. I still think they're a decent team, though. They got enough offensive power. I've got them going 10 and 7. And that's where I have this division. That's why I say I'm liking the Bears on that division winner because I feel like this has got 10 and 7, 9 and 8 written all over the Bears, the Lions, and the uh, and the Vikings. And I just feel like it's going to come down to some tiebreaker. And so I want the higher odds if I can get it, get it on a tiebreaker. I got a 9 and 8. I just feel like it's a tough schedule. They got a bad defense and possibly losing Dalvin Cook would be catastrophic for this team. So I got them at 9 and 8, and that's with Dalvin Cook. So – I'm. I mean, I can literally see them going seven and nine, or, or uh, seven and ten, or six and eleven if they lose Dalvin Cook. I, I just, I just don't think that this team was. But is that? I don't think they're that. I don't think they're as good as that. Everybody makes them out to be. They, yeah, they, I, they, go I agree. I got. I got them ten and seven. But that was me being generous. I think they have a ton of toss-up games on there. Like you said, if they don't have Dalvin Cook, how does that affect them? Their defense is, has not been good. Uh, I've got them 10-7 and seven right now. But this is a team where if I'm getting more money to take the under, which you are here at 8.5, I would. I'm probably not taking it. But I would if I'm leaning it, I'm probably leaning it at that. Because I could see this team being an 8-9 team. Absolutely. 8-9, yeah. nine, 9-8. Nine uh, like I said, there's a lot of swing games on their schedule. And – I gave them more of those swing games than they probably should get, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, right. I had them winning a couple of games that they could possibly lose. So I, I definitely I, – I'm down on them a little bit. I think they're – I think them and the Bears are slightly worse than the Lions. I think the Lions are a little bit better than both of them, but I don't think there's that much of a difference between any of these teams because here's the thing I think. I like the offense on all three of those teams – I think they all have terrible defenses. And that's where I just don't know. Are we going to get in that situation like last year where those teams were giving up 40 points a game on defense and didn't even matter if their offense put up 35, they still lost. So that's why I feel like those teams really could go any way depending on whose defense improves more than the other ones. I can't comment Uh, here. I see Cody saying the Bears aren't either. Let's make a bet, John. (laughs) But, uh, you know, that's – I'm not – I'm not a betting man, but if I was – uh, it is what it is. I'll. Uh, I, I. I'm just not. I don't see. The, I don't see the Bears just becoming this. This. This piece that everybody wants them to be. But I'll. I'll we'll talk about some bets here, Cody. Cody, in a little bit. Yeah, we. Yeah, we put it on uh, Cody up there. He's not. He's not a Bears guy. He also. Uh, thanks for jumping on Cody. Gives. He says nothing better than the stew on lunch break. So that's always good. Getting the. You know, we try to get a little early morning show for you guys here this afternoon. Uh, let's move on to the NFC South, uh, what is supposed to be expected to be one of the worst divisions in football. Atlanta right now is plus 250 and plus 260 to win the division, sitting at over 8.5, right at plus 110 and minus 110. The unders at minus 130 and minus 110. John, this is a tough team for me to decide where they're going to be at. I love the B. John Robinson pick. I know a lot of other people don't, um, but I, I think he was perfect for this fit. I've got him in that 8, 9, 9, and 8 range. I feel like that 8 wins is right on. I got him at 9 and 8, too. I'm not really sure why. I, I feel like you're dogging the uh, the Falcons a little bit, and I'm not sure why. I, I think they're underrated right now. They're another team I, I believe is underrated. I agree with you. I do think they're underrated. I I, I you know, I think Ritter is a, is a big question mark. I'm not an anti-Ritter guy. I think he's got a chance to be solid. I like the pieces they're putting together in a bad division. I don't. I think the schedule 
looks lines up with them having a lot of toss-up games, which I always think is, is going to work in your favor. I'm at 9-8-8 with them, too. I actually – I think this is a decent team. I feel like that eight-and-a-half wins is right on. Um so I'd be tough taking that that line either way, but uh, but I think this team and, and I think nine and eight is going to make you're going to be in it in that division. Yes, one hundred percent. Moving on, Panthers are the next team up. They're plus three eighty, plus three fifty to win the division. They're sitting at seven and a half wins, minus one thirty five and minus one twenty two. The under at seven and a half is plus one fifteen, plus one hundred. So Vegas likes the over. Uh, seven and a half a little bit. John, I was right there on that, Mark. I've got the Panthers at seven and ten. I got them at six and eleven. I, Andy Dalton probably starts the season. They bring in Bryce Young later when they decided it's time to move on. Uh, but this team's actually, they're not bad, considering they tried to start a rebuild and then decided they didn't want to do a rebuild anymore. They started signing players. But I think, again, like some of these teams do, I'm not sure what happened this year during the draft. Teams feel like they need to spend too much to get players. You can't give up two and three first-round picks to get players. Like I, I don't, uh, I don't know why they traded away so many assets uh, to get the one-on-one here. I'm not. They must really, really, really love Bryce Young. But I, I, when you start a rebuild or you're part of a rebuild, you can't be giving away all these first-round picks for one player. This is something you do when like it's a generational quarterback, like a Trevor Lawrence or like you know a, uh, you know. Andrew Luck or something like that. Bryce Young is not like generational, I don't think. Yeah, that's a tough thing for me. I think he's a good quarterback. I'm worried about him staying healthy. I I kind of like what the Panthers have done this offseason. I like their coaching staff. Uh, I just think, honestly, the schedule works a little bit against them, where it works a little in the Falcons' favor. I think the Falcons have some easier home games, um, things like that. I, I feel like this is going to be a jumble division again. I feel like it's going to come down to a tiebreaker or one game division. Yeah. Like I said, I've got them right now sitting uh, at, at seven and 10. <clears throat> you know, you had them six and 11. I could see them winning eight, nine. Uh, if one of these teams really kind of puts it together, but I don't know if I see anybody in this division winning more than nine games. I feel like nine, the first to nine wins this division. To yeah. Me. Right. Uh, and I think the Saints are right in the same boat. Next team, they're plus 115 and plus 125 to win the division. So right now they're the favorites. Their over-under over, over, over under, uh, record right now is 9.5. It's plus 105 and plus 106. The under is minus 125 and minus 132. So they have the highest win total, but Vegas is leaning towards the under. Uh, 9.5 wins. I think this is, again, another 9-8 team. I was struggling to find some Saints wins where there's some games I think they could win, but I had them losing. I think it all comes down to how Derek Carr meshes with this team and how he plays. Uh, I had them at 7-10 and 10 as well. But I, like I said, I could I could easily add one or two wins, take one or two wins off because uh, I just – this, again, a lot of schedule – a lot of games of the schedule really close. I got him at 7-10 myself. Lots of wild cards here. Good defense, really good defense. But without Michael Thomas and possibly Kamara to start the season off for the first, you know, six games or something like that. Michael Thomas has got to, what did he say? He got screws taken out yesterday or a couple days ago. I, he's not guaranteed to come back either. If you lose two superstars like, like Thomas and Kamara to start the season off, I'm not sure. What, even, with the, even with Derek Carr, I'm not sure where this team goes. So I got him at 7-10, and, and, and it feels a little optimistic to me, i to be honest with you. 
Yeah, I, I took seven and ten. I felt like I should have had them better, but then I felt like seven and ten was kind of optimistic, to be honest with you. So yeah, I think that I think that's going to come down to that win. That's why I kind of like the money on Atlanta to win that division, uh, just because you're getting those uh, little extra odds on them. Uh, last team in this division, everybody's down on them. Uh, nobody likes them. No Tom Brady anymore. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are plus seven hundred on DraftKings, plus five fifty to win the division on FanDuel. They're sitting at over six and a half wins, uh, plus one ten on the over, plus one hundred five uh, from FanDuel. Under is minus one thirty and minus one twenty eight. Vegas feels like they're an under team. I feel like they're a way under team. Uh, this is another team that I think I'm probably putting heavy money on the under six and a half wins. I just don't see how they get to seven. I mean, I was fighting to get the Saints to seven. I don't think this team is good as the Saints. I got them at like two and 15, three and 14, John. I just, I don't think they're as bad as the record, but again, I don't think the schedule works very well in their favor. And I just think the whole Baker Mayfield, Trask, who's going to start, how well are they going to play thing is going to be an issue. I could see Baker coming in and actually playing pretty well and keeping them in games, but I could also see it blow up, just completely blow up. And this team just takes a dive. You said two and what? Two and two and fifteen, three and fourteen. I just I'm looking at the schedule and I'm just like, are they better than that team? I'm like, are they I, better than that team? I just, I have them losing the first two, four, five, six. I'm losing the first seven games and then winning at the Texans. So after that, I'm like, oh, you're winning seven. How much are you going to keep fighting? Then they got to play. At home against the Titans, that's a toss-up game. I had, I had the Titans winning that one. They're at the Niners, at the loss. I feel like they're losing at the Colts. The Panthers at home is a toss-up game. I feel like they lose at the Falcons. I lose at the Packers. They lose to the Jags. I have them losing to the Saints, and I have them losing again to the Panthers. So if they split with the Panthers and they split with the Saints, that gets them to four wins. And they split with the Falcons, gets them to five wins. I just don't know how they get to six or uh, to seven. That's why I'm all under. Even if I split them in the division with everybody, I think they can't get to six wins. Yeah, I got them at six and eleven is what I and I and I was kind of kind of like, oh, I feel like they're a seventeen win, but I put them at six and eleven because they're scheduled. But I, I I just feel like this is in the hands of Baker Mayfield. If Mayfield comes in and actually starts producing with the with the talent around him, you know, hey, so be it. That that might be that might be my my seven wins come from and six might be optimistic on my part too but I I am at six and eleven I just hope that they don't win six games because I want I want them to go halfway through the season realize that the man this is just falling apart we have to start from scratch and then trade Chris Godwin to the Bears so okay if Chris Godwin on the slot DJ Moore on the outside Mooney on the outside and then maybe even somebody else better next year you know as far as that goes so. I would love to see that happen where they just broke apart the Buccaneers, started from scratch, crossed the board, and the Bears get better because of it. Then I'd start rooting for the Bears again, but it would take a move like that for it to happen. But 6-11, and 11, I guess, is me just seeing how much talent is on this team and what they have to work with. But I can see them losing. I can see them being a 4-5-1 or five one team for sure. Yeah, I agree with you there. I just think it's a bad division. Even if they, if all those teams split, I think you know, eight wins maybe wins that division. Nine wins if, if the Falcons can get there, but it's it's going to be close. So a little recap here is we're we're past the two hour mark. We got to get moving here. Uh, I will be ha- po- posting all this stuff on my Twitter page, so make sure you check me out at JT Orange. I'll go through break down what we had our win loss records. Uh, I'll have all the. 
DraftKings and FanDuel's uh, spreads. And I'll put together a little JT parlay play of the day later today. I'm going to put a little parlay together of my favorite uh, underdogs to win the division. Put a little parlay together. I got a monster one for you. A huge return. That's obviously uh, going outside the box on that one, but I'll, I've got a few of those. I'll post those up for you. John, tell everybody real quick where they can find you. You can find me this week on The Stew with JT Brew, which is a fantastic <laughs> – thanks for having me here, brother. Really appreciate it. I uh, I have the Commissioner Evaluation Show, which Justin is a regular on all the time. Uh, fantastic. One of the best things – best this year I've ever made is to have JT come on once a week or once every couple of weeks and kind of join me on there. I'm on a Twitter machine at JohnMcGlynn75. I usually go on there and uh, – you know, post some stuff that I think is important to me anyway. So Twitter is my own little thing. I, I, I have a great time on there. I have great interactions. And this is thanks for having me on here today, JT. This is an absolute blast. And this show has gone longer than any of my shows you've been on, just so you know, I think so. I, I, I knew we were going to have a hard time it, getting this thing down. I knew it was going to be tough. I know it's, it is it's, me. It's, it's totally you. Me. It's totally me. I'll, I'll take the blame on that. You can find me on Twitter at JT Orange. You can also find the show uh, show's Twitter page at JT Bruce Stew. Uh, you can always check us out on Dynasty Pros Football on the YouTube channel there, also on the Apple Podcast and Spotify. Thanks for joining us here on the Stew with JT Brew. May all your draft picks hit and all the trades Never quit. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks, John, again for joining us here. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of.